0: conservative, won the ball here on third down. Here's Richardson, he takes it in for his first NFL touchdown. And Pitman takes it inside
1: the 20, the 10, towards the end zone, touchdown! On second and 28, the Colts capitalized Richardson to Pittman, 39 yards.
2: Good evening, everybody. You know what time it is. It's Saturday. It's time for y'all to come kick it with the crew while we talk our shit about how shitty the Jacksonville Jaguars are and how we're going on a revenge tour. And we're going to end this damn streak tomorrow by losing in Jacksonville. It just ain't happening. Let's
0: go. What's up, everybody? Thanks, everybody, for coming in. I'm still sharing this around. But, hell, yeah, can't wait to get this week going. We got to end this streak. It's been too long. Let's go.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So tonight, I believe it's me, DeMarco, and I think uh, Trev will be on here in a minute. Uh, Zach is working, and Damon is still at his sister's birthday party, so he'll probably hop on eventually. Um, where's Chad at, man? I don't see Chad in the comments yet. If y'all are in here, man, I just want to hear everyone's thoughts about last week, man. I know people are going to start questioning about... Uh, Anthony Richardson, we have no more information that you've probably seen on Twitter or heard from the a million different podcasts that have written the same exact thing, said the same exact thing all week long. Um, All we know is his shoulders hurt, uh, grade three AC joint, um, and he'll be missing at least four weeks on IR. So uh, there goes with those questions Um, from the last I saw, they're still mulling on whether he's going to get surgery or not. We're not sure. Um, but that's all we got for that. is um, supposed to ramp up tomorrow, so that's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see how they split these reps between Zach Moss and JT. That's one of the things that I'm interested in seeing. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, if you're watching, we got – I mean, I see seven up there. Uh, drop your comments, man. Let's get this conversation flowing. It's a good
0: night. Yeah, as far as I know um- – I don't think surgery is uh, on the table. <clears throat> At least that's my guess right now. I think if you have surgery, that that his year would be over. So I think that would have been like doing that immediately just to get that out of the way, if that was going to be the case. Um, but I uh, hope it's just needed some rest, maybe uh, four to six weeks inside of that window. Hopefully not nothing, anything too bad. Um, as for JT and Zach Moss, me personally, I think once you wrap them up and you see that JT is going to be able to look like the JT that we know, uh, in my opinion, I think you just go 50-50 until you see who has the hot hand. Whoever you see has that hot hand and when you need a crunch play, you can uh, kind of shift those guys how you want to and just kind of keep their numbers equal until you see one starts to have a bigger game than the other, um, and that way – you can have both backs being able to do what they do and get the same amount of carries. I think it was, I think it was uh, running.
2: I think it was Billy Brooks. Is that his name, Billy? Billy Brooks? Bill Brooks?
0: Just Bill Brooks. Wait. But yeah. yeah, Bill Brooks. <clears> yeah, I
2: think he said it perfect the other day. He said, "We get it. JT's back, but Zach Moss has earned his chance to get the first punch against Jacksonville next week." So. And I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, yeah, you got JT. JT's back. He's healthy. Um, Zach Moss has played at a point where he's, what, number three in yards behind uh, Christian McCaffrey. And I can't remember who else is in front of him. Um, But, yeah, he's number three in yards. Uh, He's killing it. He's averaging, what, 99 yards a game. We as a team are averaging, like, 130 yards a game rushing. Our rushing attack is legit. So Zach Moss definitely earned it this year or at least this week to be able to start off as the starting running back.
0: Yeah, I think I think absolutely. I mean, right now he's, he's the guy. I think he's earned it enough. You you can't just go handing jobs away because then you kind of take away accountability and discipline to the team. You make sure everybody uh man, don't come into the comments, bro.
3: Yeah, can get in on. the
0: video. You Come can hop on, on, bro. Ain't no ain't no commented for you, special guest. Uh, that- <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, he has to be the guy, at least until they can kind of split out some carries, until you get JT back completely. So He's right.
2: It's Avanchi. avanti Is that how you say his name? Avanchi? A-chain. 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 I knew it was something like that. Yeah, he's hurt this week. I think he was banged up going into last week, and I think – He's hurt. He's definitely not playing this week. But that dude is—that dude's fast. He's one of the fastest running backs I've seen in a long time. If he gets yeah. open field, he's gone. Like, yeah, he's another—he's another—he's another, another, he's another,
0: he's another four-three guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, oh, he's he, on he, IR. Uh, yeah, he's on IR. So he's—he's he's out with a uh, knee injury for the next four weeks. But uh, they just brought back uh, Jeff Wilson, who unfortunately is also out for Miami tomorrow. Um, I guess they weren't ready to play him yet, so it's gonna be all Raheem Mostert, and uh, I don't know who else they have back there. Man, he's
2: a solid backup, he's a solid running back this year, too.
0: Yeah, oh, he's yeah, having a
2: still. good year over there in Miami. I think, I think almost everybody, I mean, yeah, I was about
0: Miami. to say, as long as you can run a 4 <laughs> 3, you're having a good year in Miami. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, they got everybody back there, so making everybody um, look silly, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I think, uh yeah. As for I, I don't know, I don't know what that had to do with JT and Zach Moss, but um,
2: it was because I said um, <coughs> it was because oh, I said that
0: uh, talking about how they were whoever was carries. in front of them,
2: no, whoever was in front of JT, he was behind Chris. Yeah. Gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I think that's just how you do it, man. I mean, I think you you let those guys play until they get the hot hand. Uh, as for us. Um, I think you you split it 50 50 Zach I, Zach Moss obviously should get the start until we see how that goes um and then from there you just kind of see who has a hot hand who's gonna be able to take over the game um we should obviously be running the ball a lot and then uh yeah I mean I think that's where you take it from from there where's everybody at talking about this Titans game though where where are you guys yeah. at nobody excited about 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 breaking knocking off one streak <laughs>
2: For real, bro. Like where
3: where are y'all at?
0: Yeah, we uh we only have one person who's going to be out for this game as well as of right now. Braden Smith is out with a hip injury versus Jacksonville. And that's been the only one. I think there was like one or two questionable.
1: Okay.
0: Mm. Um, so yeah. So that's where we're at with that. I'll be right uh, back. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. What do you think? Um so, yeah, only one person going to be out uh, for Jacksonville as of right now. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we got a lot to, to do here. Um, obviously, there we go. Chad coming in the comments. Um, uh, almost a McAfee day, one punt for Rigo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, only, yeah, like I said, said this a couple times, only one person out. Um and then uh, I think another two questionable, but we do get um, Quiddy Pay and uh, who is it? Uh, Bernard Ryman. We get both of them back for tom- uh, for tomorrow, so that's good. It's gonna be definitely good to have those guys back. I would say, like I said, split up carries until you let the hot hand go. Um, yeah, Travis it's been it's been longer than three minutes, man. <laughs> but um, nah, so uh, yeah, man. About that Titans game. I think it was one of those games i think we, we talked about it last week um me damon uh, kind of really expressed our our ways with that game and how we've been down on the titans and how they kind of taking advantage of us that was a game that we had to have and i thought it was great that we came in and, and we put in work on the tennessee titans and uh we showed those guys that uh that we weren't just going to keep being pushovers it was great to finally have a coach uh there he is. Um to have a coach up, that boys? wasn't just gonna be pushed around and bullied uh by Mike Vrabel and those Titans. So we finally shoved the ball down their throat and showed them that we could play bully ball too. So um love to see that. Love to see the, the Colts finally uh shake that off of us. And now it's time to go get another one to shake off of us and Duval, and Jacksonville and beat those guys as well. Man, you went to talk up, about-
4: What's up, boys? Hey, it's good to be back. First of all, I know I've been inconsistent for a little bit here, so I'm glad to be back on a Saturday night show with the boys. But you want to talk about uh bully ball? I think we saw the meaning of the word when uh, Zaire Franklin met so-called King Henry in the hole, stuffed him for a, a turnover on downs, and uh, that that set the whole tone, man. So we play bully ball in Indy. I, I I don't I don't know if any other team is gonna take it to us like that anymore.
0: For a yard, for a yard too. That was that yeah. was what everybody Carried always. Uh, everybody always said they needed Derrick Henry to get a yard, and they was that was supposed to be there. guy to it. get it. And Can't couldn't do it. it. Couldn't. We got do the King Slayer out there. Love that to dude's see having it. Having a ridiculous year. Uh, Chad is saying how much of a workload you see JT. Um, like I said, uh, so Shane Steiger made it clear that JT is going to get more than um, more than ten carries or ten touches. So. Um, that was definitely something that we look forward to seeing. I think if we can keep this game the way we wanted it to, it should be a pretty. I, I see earlier on in the season, I would have thought maybe Minshew would have passed maybe a little bit less, but I think we could see an even split. We could see, yeah. you know, uh, twenty-four to thirty passes, and we can also see twenty-four to thirty rushes. So I see JT at least getting half of that. So I say between him and Moss, depending on who gets the hot hand, um, I think JT sees a, a fifteen-plus touches. Would be, would be around my, my mark for JT there. Uh Chad. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm not far off. I see him getting about 12. And I I think watch for JT to get more open in space this week as well. Uh last week, I mean he felt a little rusty from what it looked like. There's a couple cuts he could have made that he wasn't quite there, but it's also his first time in that offense, his first time back being healthy. So I'm not tripping about it. I think we see him a little bit sharper this week and he'll get better as we go.
0: Absolutely, absolutely I, I don't even think it was anything It's just not playing football for a long time you know, yeah, You're know, you not used it to happens. following behind guys You're not used to seeing lanes that you haven't been in for a while You're mm-hmm. not used to, to taking hits So I, I know just being able to get tackled just feels good After being out for so long So it's one of those things where you're like Okay, he'll start to get his groove back Um, yeah, D- uh, Davis saying here Bully ball with seven minute drive to almost close it out Yeah, he, I mean you love to see that yeah. I mean, I think it. Was, I think it was about ten forty when we got the ball back, and we didn't get Dude. it back until there was like three and a half left. Yeah. So I mean, that that's legit, right there. We 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 do not see of or I don't want to say we do not see very often, but we haven't seen very often where we get the ball and we just purely run out the clock. Yeah, This is the drive that we've been looking for. I know Steichen's tried it a couple times early on in the season, but it was great to see us be able to just run the ball, run the air out of the ball, and literally give the Titans no chance because this is what our game plan was from the jump anyway. Get get those guys down, force them to pass, and look what happens.
4: Yeah, man, it was beautiful to see. And if, if you force Ryan Tannehill to go out and beat you, that's a pretty good game plan because if there's one quarterback that I want to try to beat me, it's probably Ryan Tannehill. So I, I was all right with that. They got a chance at the end, went nowhere with it. Uh, but that that seven minute drive was something to witness, man. We we've been waiting for an offense like that for a while.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That was uh that was definitely um, one that you love to see them being able to to just make that happen. You know, make one of those drives happen and whatnot. Um, it was one of those things where you just. You know, you like to see that drive be able to get closed out. You like to see the defense be able to get a stop and yeah. need one on fourth and one. Um, all around, just a just a great, great close out. Love to see us beat them. Would have loved for it to be a blowout, but either way, when well, you can Dude, beat those yeah. guys. yeah, <laughs> a dub's <laughs> a
4: dub, man. I'm just sick of Tennessee, so I'll take it. Yeah,
0: for real. And then uh, Chad is saying here, Zaire Franklin just keeps getting better and better. Man, Zaire Franklin's a dog.
4: It's unreal unreal
0: I'm, I'm loving some of the players we have on this team being able to talk their talk and go out and play with a mentality that shows that we're going to be physical we're going to be tough and you're not going to just walk over us bro that's, and that's one of those things
4: you you want to talk about a diamond in the rough i think i want to say this guy was like a sixth round pick maybe i know seventh, he was a late pick seventh, yeah.
0: seventh round pick
4: late pick years ago uh special teams guy just effort guy and and we we pointed this out like a couple years ago because he was named a team captain as a special teams guy it's like all right this guy's got to be you know energy in the locker room like work guys look like he's got to be one of those guys so you love to see that but like i don't know if anyone saw his production level and his talent getting to where it's at now like this guy's unreal he's one of the best linebackers in the league right now like i don't know if anyone saw that coming so i i just i love it all man i i want him to keep dominating every week
0: yeah, yeah, you love to see things like that—a seventh-round pick being able to uh, come where he's came from. And I'd like to say—I hate to be wrong—but I also like to say I think he want to say he's the captain for the third straight year in a row. I believe so. After believe being a seventh-round so. pick and only being a special teamer primarily, so three years in a row being a captain and, and being a guy that's usually running special teams—that's that's just awesome to see, man. Great story for Zaire Franklin out of Philly. Um, that's that's one of those things that was that just crazy, man.
4: Um man, this this I'm is the here, big Chad. question, isn't it? This is the big <laughs> I'm question.
0: Not, I'm not here. I done seen a bunch of debate. Uh so Chad is saying talking about Jerry Judy. Um it, it's been rumored and I, I do want to say it, it has been a verified source, at least from uh Dustin Dustin Adams, um, who's uh also verified it and said that this is a realistic thing that the Colts reached out to the Broncos about Jerry Judy. Um I, I like Jerry Judy. I think he's a he's a good player and whatnot. But I just don't see it. I mean, I, I don't think it's one of those things where you can go and, and I wouldn't trade a lot of capital for him no. just because it hasn't been there. I know I seen uh, when there was some plays and stuff like that that I was watching from the recent Broncos and Chiefs game. Dude's just not separating. And I mean, it's just one of those things where if we're going to trade for a guy, we need another separator, another uh, – another big play guy that's really going to be able to give us something on each and every down, but his offense is just putrid. I've seen another person who put up like a whole highlight reel of literally all 34 snaps that he took against the Chiefs, and their offense is putrid. I mean, their offense, they they had four screens. Yeah. Four yeah. screens ran to him. I mean, that, that looked like similar to Frank Wright's offense that we used to try and run with Pitt, and I mean, that's just ugly. So, I'm not all the way there. I would prefer Patrick Chautain. If we trade for him, hey, you got on a jersey, man. I'm I'm gonna be happy for you to be here. Um, but don't know how, how yeah. much I am there still with Jerry Judy.
4: I feel like it's one of those like multi layer issues too. Like it how much of it is a product of everything around him, you know? Like clearly he he's not been what we thought Jerry Judy could be coming out of college. He was a great player in college. Uh hasn't really reached that level in the NFL. But then you wonder too, like, has this guy ever had a quarterback that can deliver him the ball? Like his peers have had has he ever been in an offense that's as efficient like his peers have had, you know, like how much of that is a part of the problem. And then two, because of that, because of all the struggles in Denver, how much is that affecting him to where his effort level is lower or is is just ability to focus and be in the game 100 hundred percent. So not try to play devil's advocate too much, but even if it's not an in Indy, I would love to see this guy in a different offense, get a different chance somewhere because it's clearly it's not working up there. And if that's with the horseshoe, so be it, man. I I I'd take a flyer on him, but I agree, I wouldn't give up too much capital to get him.
0: Yeah, totally agree with you there. <clears throat> I, I just uh, I also would like to say that I, I don't think um, I don't think effort is one of those things that should ever be an issue. Just me personally, I got a should problem be. for you to yeah. trade for you when effort is a problem. Just like Pat Sertane said. That uh that everybody's on like there might go fire still in Denver and he's untouchable, but he still plays hard. He's still gonna give effort. Like, I just don't think that effort is one of those things that I hate to see being questioned. Yeah. It's like I need to see it from you. That's all like the day, red flag every day. Yeah, that's the red yeah. flag. Yeah, because it's just like you start to become one of those players that I really don't want to see um on the field. Cause I mean, look what's happened with um uh Chase Claypool. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, one of those guys that now he's he just being passed up around.
4: Yeah, now he's just there. Yeah, I I don't know, Chad. I I would not give up Alec Pierce for him right now. As it is, I, I would not. I know we yeah. haven't been super impressed with Pierce yet this year, but I'm not going to give up one of our own guys who knows the system, who who's working towards it, and like in the right state for a guy that, with this many question marks. I'd give up maybe a fifth for him. I I, I would consider that. Yeah.
0: But I'm not yeah. giving up Pierce for him, though. I also don't even think you need to give up Pierce for him. Me personally, like I've seen a lot of people talk about Pierce and complain about Pierce or whatever. But it's not like like people complain about him like we're paying him to be a top five receiver.
4: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's get. I that mean, strange, I, mean you know? I
0: mean, this is this is a, third, a, year, <laughs> a third year whiteout who's on a rookie deal. Uh, is rookie it even? Deal. I thought he was on or second no, year. Second year. My yeah. bad. Second year wideout who um who's literally not being really asked to do much. I mean, like, it's it's it's, it's he, he's just asked to really block and run deep routes. Yeah. You know, he's not necessarily being asked to do anything uh, more. So, it's like, to me, I'm saying still let the guy develop. I'm not out on him. I think that would be man. a wasted point. I mean, and if you look at the receivers that we have active on game day, it's literally four each and every week. So, what would be the difference between giving up one fifth-round pick for Jerry Judy or even a fourth or whatever um, just to have him come in and be another receiver for us. That would make that would give us five on game day that we would have active. So I don't think it would be the biggest deal in the world to keep him. But I'm not out on Pierce. I think he just needs more time. We need to 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 make him a part of the game plan, yeah. which I don't really think he's been. So just one of those things. I'm I'm definitely not out on. Agreed. And then we got uh rusty here saying I think the Colts having 200 yards a game is about uh about to be a normie um thing for the rest of the season our O line is warmed up hey you love to see us get to it
4: 100 dude
0: rtdb yeah it was our saying man. for a very long time and we're getting back to it now
4: man and uh one of these cut blocks too. like we we saw a couple highlights like q looks like himself again with, the, with these poles and just ripping people off their feet and just pancaking them into the dust uh how about how about french getting in there too though fries but like these 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 guys that have been backups whenever we're seeing them in snaps they're doing well in the run game uh Blake Freeland in the limited snaps that we've seen him he's doing good in the run game like hey, I, talk, I, I'm talking talk about, about a,
0: right now talk about a trial by fire for yeah. Blake Freeland yeah this guy I mean you come in and and your first few starts, you're going up against uh Jeffrey Simmons and Tennessee Titans, you're going up against Baltimore Ravens in a blitzing defense, you're going up against Aaron Donald and the Rams. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're yeah. going up against Josh Allen. Like, I mean, talk about trial by fire, man. I, I, and, 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 and he's, met the he's met the challenge. He's met the challenge.
4: Like he he hasn't won every single rep. Yeah, all right. This guy's not freaking God or anything of the O-line. But he's met the challenge. He's he showed up every game. He's not been a traffic cone. Like Expectations, I don't know where those were at, but I've been personally very impressed with Blake Freeland. Uh, I think he's going to be a future starting right tackle uh, later on as we go. But I, I've been so impressed with this kid, and I, I hope he does well tomorrow as well.
0: I don't know if he'll end up being a starter. I, I think he could be a very good swing for a few years because if you look at our right and our left tackle, not Ryman, very young. Um, and then you look at Braden Smith, not very young, but he just got paid a few years ago. I think that was a three-year deal or something that, like that. So, yeah, that, um, that's why
4: I have him slotted as a slot as a. St- potential starter because i think we're going to end up letting smith walk so i think once that happens freeland will side it but that, that's just projection I, I don't know for sure that's just i'd down rather the line i'd rather him.
0: kick freeland the right guard and see if he could take over from there and just become a too. solid guy just because of the fact that the way Braden smith is playing bray he's playing smith is well graded, he's, playing he's well. graded as our highest offensive lineman yeah. in almost every game this year so um we just need rhyming uh, or not rhyming uh smith to stay healthy and keep doing what he's doing but uh Yeah, uh, I'd like to keep him there. Our co-host, Zach, is in the comments here. He couldn't be on with us tonight, but he's definitely part of the show as usual. Um, Y'all think part of the problem is Judy may be overhyped coming out of college due to injuries in which are normal hasn't lived up to expectations. I can't knock Judy because of his offense is absolute trash. So that's kind of pretty much what we went off of. I don't know about the hype part, though, because I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Jerry Judy has the same type of ups, upside that CD lamb can give you maybe yeah. a little bit less just because of their size different um, size difference, but they're, they're in that still, same kind of tier. I agree. I just, um I just feel like maybe somebody could possibly not be using you. Right. But I just feel like when your talent and your ability is up there, you should be able to make, plays regardless of it and and it just hasn't worked and and it could just be that their offense is trash in Denver so if you can get them for a steal then you get them for a steal I just don't think it's one of those things where it's like can we give them so many excuses because when you're supposed to be a top tier guy you should look like one right and uh, even with injuries he's had drop issues he's had now he has the separation or like me and Trev was talking about the energy or the effort factor it's like there's too many things that's surrounding you and just like Steve Smith said like after he couldn't take criticism he's saying you're yeah. an average receiver and they're going to get rid of you so it's yeah. like if you're a top tier guy that should make you go out and have a big game and if that can't make you have a big game i don't know what else will
4: i yeah i'm not sure <laughs> and I'm, i mean what a mess for denver too like their whole thing this offseason was let's go ahead and fix this offense solid defense for years offense has been terrible since peyton manning retired obviously dreadful last year. They bring in Sean Payton and it's just the same. Like nothing's gotten better behind all of his talk and all of his, you know, we're going to do everything different. Like Denver looks fucking horrible regardless of who's out there. So I, I, it is one of those multi-layer issues to me of, is it Jerry? Is it the offense as a whole? Like it's gotta be a little bit of everything. Right. So that's why I'm interested in Jerry Judy. I would I would be interested in making a deal for him, but I'm not giving up more than, like, a fifth-round pick.
0: Yeah, I'm with that as well. I'm down for a late-round pick. I'd be all in for that, something like that. But uh, who knows? We got Joshua Merchant, uh coming in the comments here. He said, uh, do you think Zach Moss' production will go down once Jonathan Taylor comes back to form, or do you think they'll use them both equally? And he also says he loves it. So appreciate you, Josh. Uh, Joshua <clears throat> um actually you know I' am leave that up real quick um so I don't I, I would say yes as far as the I don't know if I would say production I'd say touches snap I'll just say t- yeah. Uh, yeah I'll just say touches his touches will go down I'm not sure about his production um, because I think both of our backs are, are two type of guys that you give them more carries you're going to see either one of them either continue to stay steady or to bust a game open. So, um, I would say touches go down. I, I would like to say their uh, his personal production may dip a little bit, but I think overall, if you at the two backs, um, I think their production will still price, uh, stay pretty steady. So like me, for example, I got a fantasy league where I just traded for JT. I traded Jalen Waddle for him. Um, and then I also had Zach Moss because I knew JT wasn't gonna play, and Zach Moss was just sitting there. Um, and then my third running back is Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson has been so bad in these past few weeks <laughs> that there, I'm literally dude, I'm literally about to start JT and Zach Moss, both of them and they're it. on the same yeah, team. We'll see what happens just because of Ramondre Stevenson has been so bad. And Jonathan Taylor yeah. had 10 carries. And he still had the same amount of fantasy points as Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. So and as for production for Zach Moss, I think it may dip a little bit. But I still think uh, the, the hot hand, whoever, it could go right. either way with these guys. I think that's how this going to work out.
4: Yeah, 100%. And Josh, I appreciate the comment, man. Uh, we love guys. that love the show, dude. Thank you for uh, commenting and letting us know. Uh, but freaking Zach Moss and JT, man, what I, what I foresee this being and what I hope it becomes is a, a situation where, like, we've talked about moving moving from a, a one back offense to something where we have a stable, right? Where we have guys that we can just feed and rely and ride that hot hand. And I think that's where we're at with these guys. Like Zach Moss this year has been overperforming like a motherfucker. Like we knew this guy was a, a pretty solid back, but what we've se- seen from him so far this year is is on a different level. So if we can get both of them going, and then just whoever's hot that day, feed him more than the other guy. This offense becomes insane. Like th- this is so hard to stop. So uh, I don't. I, I agree. I don't know if his production goes down once JT's all the way back. I think it's it's more so like like we're talking about riding that hot hand. Who's got it that day? Feed that dude. Let the other guy come in every once in a while. Maybe a third of the snaps. I, I, I'd be a hundred percent for that offense.
0: Facts. Facts. We got Kevin Howe uh, coming in here saying, "I hope we use uh, we just ease JT back into it. Both good backs, and I'd hate." Uh, risk JT getting hurt with Moss playing so well. Um, So I'd actually say this helps both of them. So if you think about how everybody talks about running back life longevity in the league yeah. um, and stuff like that, I think this is one of those situations where if you can get a one-two punch, your offense is that much better. So look at uh, the Detroit Lions last year with Jamal Williams and – um God damn it, it wasn't David Montgomery. uh, uh, DeAndre Swift. Swift, DeAndre Swift. They had them. You look back at Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram back in the day with the uh, the New Orleans Saints. I think this is one of those situations where you also look at Shane Steichen. After um, uh, Deion Jackson, the debacle we had in Jacksonville week one where the guy fumbled twice, Zach Moss came in back that, that second week from from a broken forearm, I might add you, and played 100% of the snaps. Yeah. So I was worried that we might put too much of a workload on Zach Moss, and he might not make it through a season with how much he was carrying. So I think this is just going to work in the Colts' favorites where you have two backs that you can trust, and it's not like you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Jake Funk to relieve Zach Moss. No, yeah. you're going to one of the best backs in the league that way. can still break the game open. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think this just works in our favor. I, I think this helps in case one of those guys do possibly get hurt. So yeah, <laughs> I think this favors us.
4: And, and for what it's worth, the O-line they're running behind is 100% back. RTDB, like we are there, dude. We are back in that era, 100% Colts football. So like either one of these guys, I, I love what you said. It's, it's great for both of them for their longevity because neither one of them needs to carry the ball 35 times a game. You feed both of them, and you just let them cook, dude. And it's it's going to be beautiful to watch, man. I, just, I hope both stay healthy, and I, I hope uh, JT, we see him back in that Jonathan Taylor form that we know and love. And I think
0: it's coming. <clears throat> Absolutely. And then uh, Robert Thompson's coming here. No. Um, do you think that do you think the Colts use Moss's drop capital in the spring to get Harrison Jr.? I do Jr. not. So uh, I actually don't want to talk too much about this because the Colts are actually projected right now to do better than I thought. Yeah, off I, I don't I think we're in the conversation. For the, to, for the season. So I'd kind of like to hold off on this one until we see if we're going to make the playoffs or not, just because I think this matchup right here uh, tomorrow will tell us everything. But I will say Zach Moss is a free agent. Uh, coming next summer, so I, I don't me. I'm not one of the type of Colts fans or the guys that like to just give players away. Especially once you start start seeing them do well, I like to hang yeah. on the guys that do well. Me personally, and you know, I like to think that that's a situation where you don't want to trade Zach Moss away. And then what if JT gets hurt? I, I'm the type of person that thinks. The cup is half full, so yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have and not need than to need and not have. So that's just me.
4: Yeah. Uh, on top of that, too, if we're talking draft capital to get Marvin Harrison Jr., I mean, this guy's going to be a top ten pick. No running back is even sniffing the discussion of being worth the top ten pick. So, uh, unfortunately, no. Like, even if we wanted to, I, I don't. I don't foresee that as an option for us. I think we'd have to give up a lot more than that to be in that conversation.
0: Also, do appreciate a lot of you guys' comments in here. And yeah, keep free- it coming freely and open they are but if we can get some some of these uh the titans game comments and the jacksonville comments just so we don't kind of run through with, with different topics i'd appreciate that so let's get uh, some of those questions here but do let us have it baby guys um Dave is saying, uh, Dave Stewart is saying, since I live in Buffalo, I was disappointed in the Moss trade. Uh, that said, it was not. It was clear he was not used right in Buffalo. I've heard this argument a million times over Twitter. It's just insane of what we could do with this offensive line when they get back to form. This is the exact offensive line and the team that, that people were saying for the last four years was just a quarterback away. So I yeah. um, totally agree. When I saw Naeem Hines get traded, I, I was pretty bummed about it, but obviously, obviously, clearly. <laughs> we won. We Ballard won. Ballard was cooking.
4: Yeah, yeah, as he <laughs> does, man, as he does. Hey, Dave, I hope you're saying warm up there, man. It's cold down here in Louisiana tonight, so I know Buffalo's got to be getting chilly. But, man, I-, I couldn't say it any better. We we definitely won that trade as much as I love Naheem. Chad says, A healthy competition will have both them playing better and utilizing – both of them could lead to longer careers. Dude, absolutely. Especially after this deal that we just gave to Jonathan Taylor, right? Three years. Like, this guy's in it for the long haul. So, obviously, we want to maximize his ability. We want to maximize his production. Let him get out there and ball. But at the same time, whatever we can do to ease a little a little bit of that load off him, a little bit of that burden, and just have him take a little bit less hits, we should do. Like, he's in for three years hopefully maybe even more down the line right if we can keep him that long but three years for sure that he's here so yeah if we can ease some of those hits we might as well and a guy like zach moss playing out of his mind helps that big time
0: yeah just to add to that healthy competition part too i do want to say i don't know if you guys saw the director's cut for the indianapolis colts uh, where zach moss really said he appreciated jt being one of the first guys to congratulate him on that 51 yard run because usually when you see stuff like that you'll see a guy kind of looking over his shoulder like this yeah. guy trying to take my job, but JT being the team guy that he is, you know, he's like, Hey man, you did your thing, bro. You yeah. helping the team win. So it's just one of those situations where good helps good. I mean, it's just one of those things where we got to love and appreciate it. Um, Oh, Dave, Dave, I got to tell you, I, I love this comment here more more than you know, man. Um, Davis basically saying here, sure seems like coaching was the problem with the offensive line. I think, uh, me, me and the guys in the in the group chat, um, Damon, Trev, Zach, Matt, we all had this conversation, and you could tell this whole entire team coaching was the problem.
4: A hundred percent. I
0: mean, I mean, it just look how much different we look. I mean, there, there aren't very many different players outside of Minshew and AR. Oh, no, yeah. You can you can call it the way you want to. It's a lot of the they're, same they're roster. A lot of the same. I mean, these are the same players that literally won four games last year. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just looks like the, the offensive line just looks rejuvenated. Re, nice um, the running back room, obviously, we're getting healthy back there again. The receiving core, um, I think we can obviously still keep building from there. But I mean, it's good to see Pittman looking the way Pittman is supposed to look. Um, and then it's just the rest of the team just building with it. So I, I, I truly appreciate this comment here. But obviously, I, I've said it from the jump that trenches was what this team was going to need to get back to what we needed. And
4: right. And and to add to that, too, I don't think it was ever a talent issue. Uh, if you guys have been around the show for a while, man, we talked a lot last year about how it seemed like the the protection calling transitioned from Ryan Kelly, who was great at it, to when we brought Matt Ryan in. It's like we gave him too much credit and too much respect and let him take that over because that's how he always did in Atlanta. And then – We're seeing him just get swarmed. We're seeing him get destroyed because that's not what this O-line had been doing. So we messed with their chemistry last year. We messed with their procedure and and just kind of threw everything away. And obviously what happened happened. Now it's like we're back to a a coach that empowers this O-line to go out and get it. And they're doing what they do, man. So more of that, more power to them and more power to Shane Steichen
0: absolutely you love to see it we got this uh comment here coming from uh nathan saying what are the odds colts trade for jerry judy Uh, i think they're pretty high just because the colts did reach out but obviously just reaching out isn't enough so i'd say the chances are high but who knows
4: also realistically i mean we don't make a ton of midseason moves that's why i'm kind of like i'm not too sure but the fact that we've been directly linked to it is interesting so we'll see man I, i honestly 50 50.
0: For sure. And then uh Chad is just coming back to Dave here saying turn one of the worst to one of the best. Actually it was one of the best to one of the worst back to one <laughs> of the best. So it's kind like to what we do, this, man. This looks like Philadelphia, um yeah. that year they went from uh good to worse to good. So you love to see things like that. Um there we go. Got some comments coming in for the Jacksonville game. Uh, Chad is saying here, old Doug Peterson seemed nervous when talking about playing Indy. I, I think, I think, truthfully, I think any coach in the same division as another team is nervous to play another divisional opponent. You got to be. I, I think, whole I think I, if I'm just being honest, because of the fact that you see divisional opponents twice. So right. they they know you. They know what you want to do to them. They know what you want to do against them. Um, so it's just one of those things where – um. I think you're just worried about a team that that may, you know, a team that everybody would say you're supposed to beat them, but you don't. Right. So I think and, that's and what it is.
4: Look, man, D- Dougie P, he's an incredible coach. You'll never hear me say anything bad about him. But this guy knows. Like, he, he knows exactly what this game means, uh, especially when we've lost this long in Duval. Like, it, it is so hard to keep streaks like that going. He sees the energized team. He sees the team that plays to the whistle, that plays all the way plays hard so i mean yeah i i don't know how much he's nervous like shaking in his boots or anything but he, he's certainly concerned he's certainly <laughs> taking the game serious and it's nice to be taken serious for once
1: <laughs>
4: yeah a hundred percent nobody was scared to play us last year nor should they have been <laughs> it was it was tough to watch but you know what we're on the better things baby
0: no, I think everybody was scared to play us personally because it's like when you watch <laughs> that team. What if we lose? Yeah, exactly. When if If you watch this team on film, you're like, hey, man, it's any given Sunday. What if we lose yeah. to that team? That team, yeah, so.
4: Hey, shout uh, out to uh, Paul Lorenzi. I- I'm down here in Louisiana too, man. I'm glad I'm not the only one holding it down for the horseshoe, bro. Glad to have you on here.
0: Who else we got in here? Well, it looks like we got, oh, wrong one. Clicked on the wrong one. Uh, We got one from Rockhampton, Queens Island, in Australia. That's awesome, Appreciate you coming in, David. That's dope. Keep holding
4: it down for the shoe down there in Australia. Uh, Dave says, huge
0: game for the division. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is one of those ones where you got to have it. Um, Josh is coming in here and saying, how do we slow down Calvin Ridley? He killed us the first game. Can I get your thoughts on Shaq? I'm still a fan of his. Um, Trev, you want to go first?
4: Yeah, man. Dude. This has been, like, my number one frustration with this defense. Caleb which, Williams
0: has thrown three interceptions in the first <laughs> half. Oh,
4: my God. In the first Notre half. Cooking Jeez. right now? Jeez, that's insane. <laughs> so, this has been my number one frustration with this defense, which has been a good defense through the first, uh, what are we at? Six games, five games? Six uh, games. Uh, week six. Week five six, games. right. So... Every week it seems like we're committed to letting exactly one receiver just torch us. Like we saw it with Calvin Ridley, and we've seen it every week since there's one dude that the quarterback can get to anytime he wants, and we can't do anything about it for no reason. Uh well, and, and the reason is inexperienced corners in the secondary. I understand that. I, I, I know where we're at with that situation, but man, how do we slow Calvin Ridley down? We need to pull safety help. We we saw we saw the first time we played them that Travis Etienne, could not torch us like he's been torching other teams. Our front seven is strong enough to hold that run game down. So if we have to move safeties, if we have to double a guy, uh, uh, a wide receiver, <laughs> fucking do it, man. That's the way they beat us. Like We can't keep letting guys torch us for 120, 130 yards and, and expect to still be in it every time. So yeah, Calvin, really, we, we got to do something about him. Go ahead.
0: Mark. Um, yeah, so uh, I mean, I think Calvin really has been good, right? Um. I think I would, I'd like to say he had a, a hundred yards in almost every single game this year. He's been, he's um, but I also, I would also like to say he had a hundred yards, a hundred and like three yards or something like that in the first half against us and he finished with like 124 yards or something like that so yeah I don't want to sit here and act like the guy's impossible to stop I think the the key to stopping Calvin really is to get tre- uh pressure on Kevin uh, Trevor Lawrence get pressure on him force him into some interceptions I'm not really worried about one guy beating us because if you look at each and every single game this this year we've let one guy go crazy and we've still won three games it, yeah so percent <laughs> Um, So it's not one of those situations where I think this guy is just going to completely take over and we can't beat this team. Um, So I think that we just need to um, control him. Uh, control Uh, Trevor Lawrence in the line of scrimmage, and I think we can get that win from him. Uh, this is also Kevin kind of chiming in with the same type of thing there. Um, we don't we we don't run the defense where any cornerback is going to follow any receiver, so I just want to address that one real quick. And then as for Shaq, um, we got different opinions in here, so I don't want to speak for everybody on the show. Uh, when I say in here, I mean uh, all the crew members. Our
4: group as a whole, um, yeah.
0: Me and Trev are two of the people that want to stick by Shaq. We want to see him play out a year um, and, and, and kind of see how he's, he can get back to form. This guy's missed a lot of football. um, So we want to see him come back. Me and Trev still believe in the guy. And I think he just needs one game, one takeover game. yeah, And I think we, he can get right back to doing what he does. I know some of our other co-hosts, they would be totally open to trade him um, for a legit receiver or something like that to try and get somebody. So, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be really hurt to see Shaq go. Um, but at the same time, like if we, it's, it's fair. you know, if Minnesota did something crazy like trade a Shaq for Justin Justin Jefferson, hey, you wouldn't hear me complain. But uh, we're, we're still big fans of Shaq as well. Me and Trev personally, um, we, we just want to see the guy get yeah. back and, and, and get back to form.
4: Yeah, and I mean, I think everybody's a big fan of Shaq. How, how could you not be? This guy's, I mean, he, he's been holding it down for the team. Jersey,
0: Matt's from Jersey as well. There, Jim.
4: shout out bro welcome welcome but man it's definitely a fair debate at this point of what to do with Shaq moving forward if he can't be the same guy what do we do uh, I think DeMarco and I are a little more optimistic than the others and just trying to be a little patient give him a chance but man I just want to see this dude cook one time man and you know hopefully tomorrow or the next week or whatever he keeps playing can be the time but man I've missed that maniac punch dude I, I need to see a punch out I need to see some force fumbles we gotta get back to that The the good news, though, is uh, Zaire, EJ Speed, like all the guys that have been playing in lieu of him have been incredible. So it's not all bad news.
0: Oh, man. Um, Dave's saying we slowed down Ridley here in the second half. Kenny did it. Um, So I think that's just the way that the situation shook out, the way the Jags started using Ridley and the way we tried to switch up uh, some of our cornerbacks because Darrell Baker Jr. was struggling. So that was the switch we ended up making. Um, It kind of worked out. Uh, Kenny Moore even said himself that he didn't do anything to slow down Ridley. That's just kind of where the game plan shook out. Um uh David is saying here for him to watch a Colts game live, he has to get up at three. That's eight. commitment, him. brother. Yeah, That's that is commitment. commitment. I really hope you don't have to work on Monday or you can get sleep after the game, man. I really hope you can. Uh Yeah, it's a great thing that Zay Jones isn't playing. That's one less receiver to worry about because if everybody remembers, I mean, like I, like, like I said, Deion Jackson fumbled twice. Yeah. That took away we, from we beat us. ourselves. Like and then uh Zay Jones in the back of the end zone had that amazing one head grab for the touchdown. So yeah. and then also Trevor Lawrence in that game had four of the top like eight uh next gen passes that were uncompletable, completed against us in that game. <laughs> so I mean everything it, it, went it, right for them. It, exactly. It's football, man. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta be it's better to be lucky than good. So Uh, we just need some of those to start turning our way.
4: Now, if I, if I'm not mistaken, Quiddy pay is back tomorrow, correct? Yes, he is. So that definitely helps us as far as getting pressure on Trevor, hopefully, uh, lighten him up a little bit, or at least putting the pressure on him, forcing him into some mistakes. Uh, we we just can't let him sit back there and just get these highlight reel throws on us anymore. That that just can't happen. Robert, you ain't lying, man. Back, back surgery is no joke, brother. Uh, He says, give Leonard a chance. Back surgery is no joke. He had it last year. Hope you're doing well, man. Hope you've recovered well. But that's a killer, man. You talk about something you, you use every day, every moment of your day. So, yeah, can't imagine going out there and hitting dudes on a football field with back surgery.
0: Yep, absolutely. And then David is saying here, our run defense hasn't been too bad. If we can force Lawrence to throw a lot, we can get a few turnovers. Um, I think that's where we honestly want to be. I mean, like like I said before, we obviously gave up the three eighty to CJ Stroud. Trevor Lawrence didn't even have three hundred against us, but we give up a lot of yards as far as passing wise and whatnot. Um, so it's one of those situations where it's like uh, our defense hasn't been too terrible at all. Yeah. Like uh, we had the one bad half against um, Kyron Williams, and then like I said, we gave Ridley the big half as well. Um, so it's just one of those situations where not really too worried about one guy. I think the problem is just, we need to make sure we game plan and do not let a guy that's supposed to take over, take over. And so um, I think we can, I think we can hold down Ridley. It's going to be all about creating turnovers and holding Trevor Lawrence down. Um, so that's where I think we're, we're at there. Welcome back, man. Matt. Welcome back. Yeah, Matt is back with us. uh and, Nathan is saying I hope Molly Cock has a breakout game. I think he already I think yeah I think he already had his breakout game against the Rams. I think uh or was it the Rams? No. Was that was the, one reception for a aren't we – That Who's the Rams? Are
4: we a little bit past though like the, yeah. the possible Molly breakout. Like he, he, he's had <laughs> he's some the, decent moments for it. He's us. been on the team for like 5 years. Yeah, yeah dude, if you're just, still waiting on a breakout,
2: you might want to just uh, move on to the next person. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I appreciate the optimism, Nathan. Man, but I, what what I really believe is we have three tight ends behind him that we could yeah. have any one of them break out and be a start because all of them
2: have shown massive potential. I I personally want to see Ogletree break out. Like yeah, we, had Granson, we had Granton, we had Grant slashes. Granton had some big games this year. I want to see Ogletree have some uh, some major success. But outside of the tight ends, because I mean, it seems like. Shane Steichen's offense doesn't use them as much, you know, as we expected them to, considering we had right 50 tight ends on a 53 man roster at one point. Um, I want to see Josh Downs get in the end zone if I'm talking about anybody having some kind of a game tomorrow. That's what that's where
0: that's where I was just about to go. I want to see these receivers break out. These, these, uh, the secondary for Jacksonville is is ranked like I want to say like 26. Um, so I think it's definitely one of those situations where we need to target and get after them. I want to yeah, see, wanna... see Paul coming up here in the comments and stuff. Uh, he's saying we need to stop uh, Calvin Ridley and put pressure on Lawrence. He also said who's going to be on Ridley. Um, we don't play that type of defense where we're looking to lock down on receivers. So that's not ever gonna really going to be a part of the game plan. So, so um, we,
2: do, we do get this question every week, who is going to be yeah. on certain receivers, our, and, and we answer it every week the same way. We don't play a man-to-man lockdown defense, right? It's not like back in the day when we had Vontae Davis and he was shadowing receivers from one side of the field to the other or Darius Butler was shadowing slot receivers from one side to the other. This is a defense where they're going to play the side that they play on no matter where that receiver is. Right. Absolutely. The only
0: person we really see moving uh, about is Kenny Moore.
2: Yeah, and my concern is how we're going to cover inside the numbers, right? What are you doing, Eloisa?
4: <laughs> she wants to say hi.
2: No, she's getting her tablet, I think. But, yeah, so um, I didn't know she came in here. She popped her head up behind me. But, yeah, like um, I want to see our defense close up the middle of the field, right, because we do pretty good on the perimeter. Yeah. You know, we do pretty good on the sideline, outside the numbers, but with inside the numbers is where we really yeah. struggle. That's where we really get lit it's, up. So I,
4: I think it's part of that zone, too. Like, guys just getting underneath and cutting in on us. It's, it's just then, hard to beat
2: that. And then that leads me into this question, right? Or this this comment right here where he says, can't forget about Travis Etienne and can't let him get out of the backfield, right? Because I'm not afraid of stopping him in the run game. Agreed. That's not what yeah. I'm concerned. I'm I'm worried about him when he is in the passing game now because we can stop him in the run game all day, but Trevor Lawrence will use him in the passing game. Right to get him, you know, in the open field.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm really not too worried about Etn as long as Grover Stewart and the DeForest Bucks are playing. That's <laughs> why. I, that's why. That's EJ. why I didn't. That's why I didn't really mention. Him. As long as our trenches are there, I think this Dude, isn't one yeah. of those situations where you got to really watch out to a guy too much because of the fact that he didn't have anything until he had that breakout run towards the end of the game. So like I said, it's all about getting pressure on Lawrence, creating turnovers, holding that, setting that edge, and not letting them just run around and play backyard football. So if you look at the the two touchdowns that we did end up giving up, it was when Trevor Lawrence had a lot of time in the pocket. And he had the stunt between Quiddy and Dale, where they ran into each other that just gave him more time, miscommunication on the back end. So I don't think this is Yeah, I don't think this is the same. This is not going to be the same game that the Colson Jacksonville Jaguars played Week One, and I'm pretty sure we shouldn't have two fumbles from our starting running back in this game as well. So, just Jordan Jordan Sparrow,
2: Etn did not do work on us last game.
0: Yeah,
4: I, I did. Yeah, 100 <laughs> disagreement. That the only running back that's really did work was Kyron Williams for a half of that football it. game. Other than That's that, it. our front seven locks down the run game, man. I, I've genuinely—I don't know if I've ever been less concerned pretty, about running backs. I'm
2: pretty sure this. we're second in the league in yards per attempt yeah. on defense. And,
4: and for what it's worth, man, you, you'd be hard pressed to find a bigger fan of Travis Etienne in this group than me. And I'm not worried about this kid at all, dude. He's it—he's it, a great running back, but against this defense, I'm not worried about him.
0: No, not at all. Uh also I'll see you guys going back and forth about uh Morley Cox. He cleared concussion protocol today, so he will play. Um, unless there's anything that comes up. Um, but Daniel uh McMillan is saying here, let's let's see Pierce get a breakout uh game and get get a strong showing in production. His best uh catch, Jacksonville. Oh, his catch beat Jacksonville last year at home. Um I think this is one of those things where some people have asked about Alec Pierce. I've seen another comment down there. I think it's just one of those situations where he hasn't really been too much part of the game plan. So if you look at our receivers, Josh Downs is just impossible not to game plan for just because the guy is always open. So he's going to take away from Alec Pierce immediately just because he's different. Even Michael Pittman Jr. in that fact because he just can play different. Michael Pittman Jr. is obviously your number one receiver just because he's – I mean that's that's how the guy plays. That's who yeah. he is. Alec Pierce just needs to be planned more. He needs to uh, plan for more. Um, needs to be a part of the game plan instead of just blocking and running deep routes. So, I, I I I don't know if this is necessarily going to be his game, but Steichen is the type of guy that will go back and look at that film and see some things that work well. He just hasn't had a chance to show it. So I wouldn't give up on him yeah. too quick, but I and also wouldn't say that he's going to be the main focal point of
2: this. I game will plan. say I will say coming into the <clears> season <throat> I was extremely concerned about the wide receiver room. And I think being, what are we, five weeks in now? Yep. Um, I'm not as concerned about our receiving room. not no. Not as much because um, Michael Pittman Jr., I mean, everybody knows you can go back and watch whatever episode you want. I've always said I didn't know if Michael Pittman Jr. was truly right. our number one. I understood that he was, you know. Slotted. He was hindered because of, you know, multiple different quarterbacks, um, but he has proven to me this year that that dude is our number one wide receiver. I, I will go as far as saying he's a true wide receiver one. So when people keep saying we need to go get a true wide receiver one, I kind of disagree with it Two, I think Alec Pierce has been playing extremely well the last two, three games with he's been drawing, I mean, drawing penalties to me is just as good as getting a catch downfield. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. If there's anyone on this team, that's, hella good at drawing a pass interference it's alec pierce and i will take it i don't care it doesn't yeah. go on his stat sheet and that's what it everybody's looking at sure. yeah it doesn't go on the box score but hey it moves the ball down the field it could move the ball 15 20 yards down the field because that's as far as he's gonna go before we throw it to him
4: yeah man and I, I, i'll tell you guys what too because we talk about breakout games we talk about alec pierce but i don't want to miss it while we're in the moment Josh Downs is having a fucking incredible rookie season, man. This kid had 97
2: yards last week,
4: and 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 no one's talking about it outside of us, man. Like, there's only this one receiver cooking.
2: There's only one rookie receiver having a better season, and that's Puka. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent.
0: And that's because he's got a quarterback who's throwing the is ball is to him every one, play.
4: Dude. Josh <laughs> right. Downs is a real one, and we we cannot we cannot let this go unnoticed, man. Like we we talk about the wide receiver room every year for years now. We have one, dude. We have one, and his name is Josh motherfucking I, Downs. I
2: personally think Josh Downs is the best wide receiver that um, Ballard has drafted, in my it may, it may be. It may be. Now, I'm not saying it's like a, a wide receiver one type thing. I'm talking about full athleticism coming out of the slot. The type of weapon this man is, the amount of ways we can use him, and we haven't even used him in all the ways that we yeah. could –
4: we're just we're just at the tip of the iceberg, man. Like we're we're just getting a look at it, but this now kid's this, gonna be something special. This yeah. comment, then, uh,
2: this comment up here has been sitting here for a few minutes. Yeah, and I want to agree with this because I still can't say his name. I said it a few episodes. I'm not say it. Samson, Ebukam. I questioned why we let Yannick go, and I need to stop questioning Ballard. This guy we right let here. Yannick go. We got a better quality, better production yeah. in every aspect of that position out of Samson all season, and I'm absolutely here for it.
0: Absolutely. I was trying to tell everybody when this move was made. I'm, I was yeah. telling everybody he was going to be a better all-around player. Go the back in that episode. Windy. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling everybody Ballard was cooking when he made the move because everybody thinks you got to see stats on the sheet. It's kind of the same thing that we it's get context, to about man. the kind of things that we get about Alec Pierce, just like Matt was saying with the, the PIs. We're also not paying attention to what he does in the blocking. It, like, Nathan, I get what you're saying about Pierce. But, look, man, look, I am a Paris Campbell truther. I love Pierce Campbell, (laughs) but Pierce has been healthier and doing way more than Pierce Campbell has ever done. It was the right move. And he stuck around for four years we're not cutting the guy if we let him walk after year four and that's a totally different thing yeah we cut, gotta man. well we gotta relax he is yeah. not getting cut unless we go get out some go get some major talent to replace him with um but this was this was supposed to be a, a, a Samsung Ecomb um preach here Dude's <sighs> has been phenomenal in the run game he's been one of the highest uh past pra- uh, pass- Great winner, guys. Um, also getting a lot of pressures on on people, <laughs> so it, it's been great for him. And we get Quiddy back, so that's even going to help him even better. So we get to see this this D line get back to full strength. So so tough. Dude. Just love to see it. I saw another comment in there. I can't see it again about um, about Juju Brents. But my guy should have had an interception last week. But he played a great defense on that play, though. Um, but I think this this defense is going to come around and start to play. My issue, better.
2: my <laughs> issue with Juju is. I, no, it's not really an issue because it's a development thing. It's a learning for him. Right, is he's got that rookie? Uh, he's getting beat like a rookie on those on those sideline throws, um, letting receivers beat him in the routes to the outside. Yeah. That's that's really hey. all I see on Juju.
4: This was something too that uh, I mean, this is way way back in the in the drafts, but we we talked about this over the offseason. I believe it was like what what is the most important throw that an NFL
2: quarterback makes, and it's those the sideline throw.
4: And, and it's like you don't see that in the college game, so hundred percent or at least not as much in the college game, right? But let's but let's so also
2: th- be fair. These people that are beating them was Matthew Stafford, which right. didn't really beat Juju. Juju really only had issues last week. When he was covering a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Right. It's like so, it's like,
4: come on, man. Like that's years of experience on him. Like, uh, I ain't even mad at the kid. Uh,
2: yeah, that's that's ten, what, 10, 11 years of experience as a wide receiver of who's all arguably, pros, pro Bowls, Arguably playoffs. one of the best receivers to play yeah. in the last 10 years. And against a guy who's playing in his what second game last week yeah. as a starter. So I'm going to cut (laughs) that guy a break. Yeah, I'm going to cut that guy a break. We won that game, so I'm not going to sit here and go on Juju
0: like that. Juju was still graded as one of the highest pass defenders in that game. We were playing a lot of the uh, zone, and if you guys pay attention to where our linebackers played, we were keying in to stop the run. So regardless of that one big game that that DeAndre Hopkins had, I could care less about it. The play that he didn't give up was the play that could have been a touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins is what Juju made the play on. So – that's one that I'm not too worried about. Not at all. Uh, there, he's so. gonna
4: be just fine. He's gonna be just
0: fine.
4: Uh, hey, Grant, yeah, Grant pop- Stewart.
2: Yeah, so this guy, this guy was he on played the team good to,
4: last week. Dude. This
2: guy was on the team to only be a special teams player, and due to injuries and stuff, he has been playing defense and playing well. Yeah. Like, all I can I,
0: find some goddamn linebacker, boy. I tell you, Oh, ah,
2: boy. I, I thought he was a DB. Like he oh, looks Gooby. like a hybrid.
0: Oh, Luby and Grant Stewart are two backup guys that are just like, make sure they stay <laughs> right on our there, team. Dude. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like those guys.
4: It's it, it might be another Zaire story, man. Like, this, this kid, he's athletic. He flies around the field. He takes people's heads off. Like, I'm not saying he's that, but give it a couple of years. Like, he might be another one we're talking about. Hey, we never thought this guy was going to be somebody,
0: and now he is. I want to see that as well. Chris Chris is saying, I want to see Trevor Lawrence with a dirty jersey. We got to get after him. They are getting back their – I believe it's their right tackle. He's coming off a suspension. So, um, hopefully, Quiddy can still just put the work on him that he needs to. uh,
4: And that's the way to beat this guy, man. Trevor Lawrence, you got to give credit. This dude's so accurate, and he takes what the defense gives him. So (laughs) – the, the best way to beat him is just put him in the dirt, man, and, and having Quiddy back is going to help us
2: tenfold. Juju's not going to go one-on-one.
4: with Yeah, do I was just
0: about to say, that is, it's just not the way the Colts play. That's why I was shaking yeah, my man. head. We just, uh, we we just don't, don't play defense that like way. that. Um, all right, uh, you want to get into some uh, keys real quick, Matt? Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, My first key, all right. And this is going to be the most important one, and we've said it every week. For the last seven, I believe it was seven games in Jacksonville, we've averaged two turnovers a game. We need to not do that tomorrow. All right. So key, (laughs) key number one for me is definitely win the turnover battle. Now, you say that. We say it every week because it's true. Every week you want to win the turnover battle. But if we're going to end the streak, we need to end the streak of turning the ball over twice in Jacksonville. Yeah. So no turnovers. Good thing I can, we can trust. Gardner Minshew doesn't turn the ball over very much. Uh, the other thing is Zach Moss doesn't fumble very much. So as long as everybody else keeps their hands on the ball, we're good. Win the turnover battle. Force turnovers. Don't give the ball away.
0: Absolutely.
2: We need to continue to keep our red zone up. I think red zone is key tomorrow also. Um, it's going to look a little different because of AR not being in there. AR, I believe, is one of the reasons why our red zone percentage is so high.
0: That's so, 70, 77% with are. Yeah. I want to see uh I
2: want to see Shane be able to figure it out with Gardner up there. Uh and two, I don't care if Calvin Ridley goes for over 150 yards tomorrow. I really don't. Uh just stop the run. Just stop the run. Because if if Calvin Ridley's going for 150 yards and we're stopping the run, uh, we're winning the game. Simple as that. Yeah, uh, we would have won the game the first game with Calvin Ridley having all those yards if we didn't if we fumble. Didn't, if, if we didn't, didn't fumble, fumbles. yeah, by DJ Jackson, by DJ. Or if Jackson. we had a, a rushing game whatsoever, if if we go back, right. it was a uh, I think I think 13
4: we thirteen carries and fourteen 13, yards. So. Yeah, that
2: that ain't happening tomorrow. No, no. they don't. That that ain't happen tomorrow. So it's a whole yeah. different game. It's a whole those, different Those are tomorrow. those are my simple keys, man. Turnovers, red zone, stop ETN.
0: Yeah, so my three keys of the game. Um, So number one is going to be contain the edges. Contain the edges. That's what you have to do. Trevor Lawrence wants to get out on the edge. He wants to move the pocket around. He gets out on the edges. He can create plays with his legs. Um, That's what we have to do. Got to contain those edges. Don't just give up space and let them just make plays how they want to. Um, Add to that.
2: Also, don't let him run up the middle. (sighs)
0: Yeah. Yeah we contain the yeah, edges but we he, have to he be will.
2: disciplined in the lanes cuz he will restrooms. take it up the middle. Yep. For about 10 12 yards for a first down. He ain't afraid to do
0: Absolutely. Things, so. Get Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. hair flowing. Um yeah. number 2 for me is going to be no turnovers. I mean, we we are 3 and 0 when we don't turn over the ball. It's we crazy. need to keep up that keep up that stream. Um keep that thing going. Don't turn over a football, don't force passes that you don't need. Obviously no fumbles. Um we need to uh, keep the ball out of their hands, and then number three, lastly, um, it's going to be create turnovers. I think we're going to need to. We're going to need to to beat the Jacksonville team that we haven't beat since two thousand and fourteen. You guys can see my see my name down there um, since we've won in Jacksonville we obviously cannot get swept. So I, I think those have to be the ones um, for me. It's going to be contain the edges and not let Trevor Lawrence create the plays. No turnovers, create turnovers. will would be two and three for me. I think that's just one of those things that we're going to have to have because I think if we even come out of this game and we're just like split, no turnovers either way, I think that's still a game that Jacksonville can have us. Yeah so man uh right off the
4: rip i believe my first key would be uh just take the like we we, we got to come out of the gates early and hot with this uh take the crowd out of it don't let them start doing that do shit. like for the past nine years now we've let that shit ring in our ears and and we lose there every like take the crowd out of it go up 10 10 nothing 14 nothing early like let's 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 try to get out of the gates hot uh on top of that I want to take points where we can get them, especially because we're talking about uh, Red Zone without Anthony Richardson. We expect it's not going to have as many opportunities when we're down there, right? So if it gets down to fourth and two, fourth and three, let's just take the points. Let's roll. Let's keep stacking these points. Uh, that would be my
0: second. Real, real, real quick, Trey, before you go on with that, I do. I would like to say I will critique Shane on the times where he goes for it and doesn't take points. But I got to tell you guys, man, I am not mad at it.
3: I no, am not, I'm not mad.
0: mad I am not mad at the way this guy coaches because I also see another co- uh, comment in here from Paul saying that we need to take the three. I like the way Shane has said that the game will dictate whether we're going forward or not. And whether I can come back on this podcast and critique it the next week, I still like the way this dude is calling football games, the way he's going in the flow of the game yeah, making calls and going forward and whatnot. There may be some that I dislike or don't, but I just – I just like going with the flow of the game. I like it way better than Frank going, oh, well, the analytics said to go for it. No, no dude, trust your gut. I'm not yeah. mad at your gut, dude. Don't give me the analytical stuff. If your gut said to go for it, I'm all for it. But go ahead, Trey.
4: No, yeah, 100% on that. I just I just mean the situations where we're down like close, like be it fourth and three, whatever, three to go to the goal line. like Those close situations where you kind of trust we can run an option play or something, let AR scramble in there, do what he does. We don't have those options with Gardner Minshew as efficient as he is. So in the type of game I expect it to be with probably a lot of long drives, a lot of running, a lot of just, I, I kind of uh, expect it to be a lower scoring game. I want to take those three points every time we can get them. I don't want to take too much risk unless we can afford it. So I, I would take the points in the situation we can get them. And then finally, I touched on a little bit. Uh, my third point would be long drives. We saw it last week with that beautiful seven minute drive, but, the less that Trevor Lawrence is on the field, the less he gets to pick us apart, hitting whoever he wants to. Like it, that, that whole just going twenty-two for twenty-six every time we fucking play him, and it drives me insane. Keep that dude off the field. Keep him sitting on the sideline, brushing his hair. All right, long drives every quarter, every time we get the ball. Let's hold it for five, six, seven minutes. So that, those would be my three keys to win tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I can't stand when we let Trevor Lawrence do that, bro. And we did it week one and we so we, efficient. We had a huge conversation about that. That for some reason when he plays us, it's the most efficient games of his yeah. career, and it drives me fucking nuts. But if we if we do it like this, I saw this comment here by Chris. Ben, don't break. We literally did this to Tennessee last week, and I'm okay with it. I'm perfectly yeah. okay with it. We lit up so many big plays last week. But they only scored they one didn't touchdown. Score. They, they scored one score. touchdown. Yeah. One touchdown out of all those damn yards we led up to DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah.
4: And you oh, know what? what? We'll sit on the couch and we'll, we'll throw our hat to we'll he yeah, and Hall. At the end of the day, they don't fucking score. So I don't I care. Agree. They were, they they were picking break. field
2: goals while we were scoring yeah. touchdowns, and I will
0: they take it break. every
2: time. 100%
4: correct.
0: One for five in the red zone.
4: Hey, I'll yep. take it every time. I trust Zaire down there.
0: You you had me laughing my ass off when I walked out when you said uh, have him keep sitting on the the Yeah, of <laughs> just sit over hair. there, and rush, man. Don't brush, man. Brush your hair, it. brush that hair, pretty you boy. Just stay <laughs> over
4: there, brother. Don't be all right. We're, we're gonna run a seven minute drive over here with our two running backs if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, See, you guys keep coming back with the the to take the points. Um, just just and, and because listen, we don't have AR down. Listen, there. That's what I'm listen. About. As a
2: as a as a as a coach to me, right? It fully depends. It depends on so many things, man. It depends on what's been working, mm-hmm. you know, what part of the game we're in. If it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I don't agree with doing it in the first and second quarter just because why? Like, let's take, go ahead take and stack it. Yeah. Like, take the points. Late game, I'm a little more, all right, let's go and get it. I might, I might be aggressive in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, it just fully depends on – How much we're we're down, if we're down, if we're up, I'm taking points. Uh, How much we're up, but it also, you know, what's working. Uh, Are we, are we in rhythm? You know, are we in rhythm? Did we, did we take penalties on this drive? Is our offense gassed? Right. Because that's got to come come into play too. How is our offensive line feeling in this moment? Do I want to go for it on fourth and two and have them try and make a push and they're, they're, gassed like i would want to look at them i don't just want to like be like well, was the defense gassed? you know yeah
4: yeah i'll, res- I'll resonate too though man I-, I have not been mad about shane's calling uh and him being aggressive only week situations. one only week yeah. one when he there, did it. there's been like, why
2: are you going yeah. for
4: it every time <laughs> like, there's been still. maybe like maybe like two maybe three calls on fourth down like all season that i've been like i don't know i would have leaned the other way but I, that's why he has the job and i don't right like th- this dude knows what the fuck he's doing far be it for me to to question it uh, but, yeah, by and large, I, I've been very happy with Shane's play. Calling. So it's not coming for him at all. But just in this situation with a game like this and with Gardner Minshew out there, I, I'd, I'd just rather take those three where we can get them and try it, to stack points as quickly as we can I think if, if we're then, in that situation.
2: I think, I think with Gardner you do because I think Gardner – Gardner's that guy that plays like Trevor Lawrence. He's just gonna be efficient as fuck yeah, against Take you. it. Take what think, take what they give him. Rick Rick Venturi keeps calling him the death by a thousand paper cuts. Because <laughs> that's, that's accurate. He comes into a game and he beats you by throwing, you know, 12 for 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy's for, open. For oh, like that 100, guy's open. for 185 yards yeah. and, and the two touchdowns. You know, yeah. and he's just he doesn't care. He's just throwing the ball. He's just picking you apart. All game it, long, dude. he'll take whatever you give him, and then Zach Moss is gonna squeeze through a non-existing hole and gain 25 <laughs> yards off of it. I...
4: <laughs> carry three men with him. Did on you the see way. that?
2: Did you see that run last week, bro? Ridiculous. That was epic. Ridiculous. I was like, it was that touchdown, it was like seven hey, yards or something. But dude, some there was move. there was no hole. There was nothing <laughs> just there. made it. He just made it. He said, he just This slipped. this belongs here. I'm gonna make it here. He and slipped through. I'll, like, say, I'll say it too,
4: man. Last week, I mean, I definitely use it as just a shit-talking point against the Titans, but credit to our guys too. Like, partly because their tackling was so bad, but 90% of the plays last week, it took more than one dude to bring down a Colts player. Every single tackle they made <laughs> against Pittman, against Moss, against anyone that had the ball required multiple tacklers. So in, p- part that of that is our guys, too. yeah, just, just elbows forward and just fighting for the yards. Uh, and then part of it is because Tennessee sucks. I, so, you know, that's that's on them. But. <laughs> number one number one
2: rushing defense
4: going, yeah, into last Bullshit. Week, and They didn't look like Bullshit. it, bro. I had
0: that argument with so many Titans y'all wasn't gonna run on us, we got a top tier run, even blah blah blah. I kept having to tell him, I was like sitting there debating with him, going back and forth. And I was like, bro, I watched that entire Titan game versus the Bengals, yeah. and I'm yeah. like. The Bengals just stopped running the ball for no it nothing reason. Y'all did. Joe Mixon was y'all averaging did. like
2: five, 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 and five and a yards. half, yeah.
0: five and a half at halftime, and then they just, it didn't, it didn't run the ball no more. It and it that's stopped. what I kept trying to tell people just like when they would say, oh, Jonathan Taylor's never had more than like 60 yards against the Titans or whatever. I said, he had 60 for 10 carries, and Frank <laughs> stopped running the ball. He yeah. ended the game with 10 carries. I'm like, bro, insane. this ain't the same coach no more. Like, yeah. I, I tried to tell we're just gonna
4: keep running you over. Gonna <laughs> oh, yeah. Was
0: I expecting Zach Moss to go for 160? No, but I was trying to tell them we will run the ball on you. Oh, he, has, he had he had like
2: 195 <laughs> total with receiving <laughs> yeah. yards included.
0: That's what I'm it's saying. Good. Like, this is I was like, Y'all better stop playing. Chad, yeah. I,
4: I don't know if I see Minshew throwing for 300, man. It would be beautiful, though, that, that revenge going, game in Jacksonville.
2: But I don't see I'm it. Going, I'm going more like 230. Yeah. 230. Now, now Moss breaking
4: 100, I could, I could potentially see. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that happen.
2: It. I could see it happening because Jacksonville's run defense isn't the best. Right. I mean, we just beat the best rushing defense by 160 yards. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Killed
4: them. Killed them. I will say it. I don't know. Like Gardner Minshew has always seemed like a very laid back, super chill guy, right? Super cool guy. I, so I don't know how much like revenge and personal, like, I don't know how much he makes things personal. But if there was ever a game where it'd probably be personal for him, it's got to be in Jacksonville, right? So I, don't I know, know if this is the first time he's played back there. But so I'll
2: say, I'll say this Colts are right now two and oh on the road, mm-hmm. two no and oh on worries. the road, three and oh with Minshew. Yeah. And I really I really think that he wants this game bad. I I know like he said it, he said oh yeah. it's just another game to me. But But bro, like internally, you, he beat us. He beat yeah. us twice. <laughs>
4: he he's got to be like, man, like I had something down there. Like he he he's got to feel like he should have been their guy down there. Whether it's true or not, whatever. But him as a as a man has got to feel like that should have been my team and they took it from me fuck you i'm balling on you like. and i
2: can i can tell you right now the defense is lit up for this game gotta be gotta every be. every interview i've seen with any defensive player they're hungry
0: yeah they said Dude, they said jacksonville stole hungry. one from us so they yeah, have literally, literally,
2: literally said they stole it from us they did one and and they're not oh and zaire yeah. boy boy zaire he's I haven't seen him so talkative ever. He's going to pop somebody. Bro, this year. <laughs> well, this we're going to get a highlight reel tomorrow. This year's Zaire's got me
4: hyped. Dude, I, if we lose tomorrow, we are cursed. There is no reason we lose this game tomorrow. All right? I'm just going to go out and say it. Like, this is my lock this week, is us winning. There's zero reason. Oh, so true. unless Jump there's in the gun, a, we lock a superstitional curse happening, we're winning this goddamn game tomorrow. All right. <laughs>
2: I really, I really do have a good feeling, but the, I, you know what? Last time I had a really good feeling, we ended up being twenty down, twenty three nothing at one point, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not going to go into a game that confident." Oh, it's not, okay. it's not confident. It's just angry "f you" energy that I got for
4: for these Jacksonville Jags tomorrow. You low. know what? It, you
2: know what it is. It's <laughs> Grover and Buck playing. It's J T and Moss playing. It's Pretty Shane. Has, bag. Shane. Shane. Well, this is the key right here. That was Shane's first game as a head coach trying to figure out how he's going to utilize his receivers, how he's yep. going to utilize all these other guys that he has, and now he's figuring it out. That's facts. And that's that's the part that Jacksonville's got to understand. Shane knows how to use MPJ. Shane knows how to use Josh Downs. Shane now knows how to use Zach Moss. Shane knows how to use JT. Yep. And Gus and Gus isn't going to let you do the same thing twice.
0: That's true. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm still iffy about Gus. He he got me on a week-to-week basis. with. <laughs> He's got me on a quarter-to-quarter quarter basis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, still ride with Gus, man. I, I'll man. be the optimist here. I'm still good with Gus. I man. don't know, we'll man. Gus, Gus got me kind of iffy, man, because this one game I'd be giving the dude praises, and I'm like, hey. yeah, he got it. He figured it out. me the next game I'm like, bro, we really going back to this crap? And then I'm like. Okay, yeah, we got him in third and long. And I'm like, why am I getting excited about third and long? Because we know what Gus is going to do. So, I'm iffy with Gus. I'm still iffy with Gus. Hey,
2: Colby, uh, don't text me in the middle of the game. Because I'm not going to answer you. I'm not going to answer you. (laughs) Afterward, maybe. Yeah, afterward. Because he will text me, like, partway through the game. Trying to talk shit if they're winning. Don't worry about it. it
4: oh, no no text tomorrow. Fan? No he text tomorrow. Fan. Don't worry about Kobe. Ah, uh, you just go ahead and you put that phone off. You you put it on do not disturb. You ain't gonna need it tomorrow. We're we're gonna be up, all right? Yeah, he, you, you
0: good. Pittman will have a big day.
4: Yeah, you your fancy team's gonna win, and you can turn the game off early. All right. <laughs> he said he never talks shit. <laughs> uh, so, really, uh, he, I, 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 that's all right. I do, bro. That's all I do. So, <laughs>
0: so it sounded like Trev is uh locking in the Colts over the Jaguars. Yes, we sir, also have Zach who locked in, that is his lock of the week, the Colts over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know who Damon had as his lock. Um, Matt, who was your lock for the week? Hold on.
2: So Zach is Colts, right? Yes, sir. Let me write this down. Uh, Damon, we don't know. We do not. I'll get that later before before I make that graphic. Yes, sir. Me. Y'all ready for this? Oh,
0: shit. He's locking the shoe. Locking him. you know about it, baby? Locking him. I think this is – Wow, we got – Clean sweep? Clean sweep? No, not for me. I am locking the San Francisco 49ers over the Browns.
4: That's, that's, no. a good lock. that's a good lot.
0: That's a good lot. No, so I'm I'm actually picking the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this game over us. No! Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. It. We can't yeah, have it. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, I, I just uh, – what was it? It was uh, – I want to say it was like a year or two ago where uh, one of my boys, he was a Titans fan, and he was talking about the game or whatever, and I was picking the Titans to beat us. I want to say with Matt. Know, was it it might have been with Carson. Um, but – uh. I see it, so I gotta go, Jackson.
4: That's that's our firing squad shooting at Demarco
0: making the bad (laughs) pick. Hey, they missed. (laughs) I'm like I'm like Josh Dobbs dodging his darts. (laughs) Demarco reverse trend.
4: Everybody, make sure to fade Demarco's pick, man. We're, We're we're not having it. We're not having it. Hey, when the Colts win tomorrow, no, 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 everyone no. gets a free I, pass. To hey, well, the, I want to. I want to no, go no, out. am
0: going to go out on a limb here. Hold on, on, on. on, hold on, hold on. I, on, lock, on. I lock the 49ers. I'm not locking the Bees. I'm just saying that's that's the pick right yeah, now. Yeah, but 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 here's the well, thing. Well,
2: well, but the Niners against Cleveland without having the, these Deshaun Watson. I mean, even with Deshaun Watson, that's just an easy lock. I'll lock 49ers every week this year. <laughs> i they really might could, i really could see them go they 16 might go. or 17 they're, no, I could, they're so they're are, good <laughs> that team is just and you know what real quick sidebar i think who was it stephen a smith man needs to shut his fucking mouth whoa oh uh brock purdy's not elite because he, he's just a system quarterback now i he's, got it. No no, it no no no, oh, no, no that, was oh, shannon sharp. Oh. that was shannon, shannon sharp. sharp that's it I, the same person they both have the same attitude and they're both dumb as fuck um <laughs> Oh, I, I hated, I hated that he said that, and I'm like, isn't the point of the NFL to build an elite team and an elite system? Does it matter if the team yeah. is elite or not?
4: With, why are we, without? why are we penalizing Brock for having a bro, good
2: team? Bro, we do this every time. We did it yes. with Tom Brady. We did it with Patrick Mahomes. We did it. You know, we do it with everyone. Is he going to be this good without this player? Is Who he cares? Gonna do this without- he has those players. He has them. <laughs> yeah. The system.
0: <laughs> Your boy you're, talking shit. You're right. That's why we
2: said it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said on the internet. He can come at me later. That dude's <laughs> um, like 6'6". Six, six. I ain't never saying shit to him. I don't give a damn. I'm just saying, like, isn't that the whole point, though? Having an elite system? Yeah. Like Like, what are we talking about? Like it doesn't. I don't give a shit. Brock Purdy is playing better than your quarterback. Oh well, would would he do this with practice squad receivers? No, they suck. (laughs) I don't have to see that right now. Uh, You know, like leave that man alone. But I want to say I think Damon is going to lock the Colts because he has the last three weeks. So
0: he's been locking man every week. (laughs) Yeah, man, I I picked I picked the Colts week one. We 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 stunkered against them. Um, but down there in Jacksonville, man, I'm just I, – I, I, it. I, I can't keep doing it. I can't keep doing it. I got to – as soon as they show me, I'll get back to picking them. So, right now – it has gone to too me, long. Hey, it's I all good. It's, it's all good. I'm going to pick the Colts next week. Just if there's,
2: if there's any of my family watching this, I apologize for a statement I made last week uh, on the episode. I said that the Cowboys were better than the Eagles, <laughs> and I'm going to sign my L –
4: yeah, yeah, you go Because over that one. they are not better
2: head. than Philly right now. And I think I overhyped them last week. I thought they were a good team. And then I thought they were going to keep it close with the Niners, and the Niners just kind of made them look like rookies.
0: <laughs> Took off pep Warner <laughs> on that ass. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and I
2: apologize. There it is. That's fair. I'm sorry. Fair. I'm sorry. Also, Panthers, you did this to yourself. You could have watched any press conference of Frank Wright as a Colt and seeing that you shouldn't have hired his ass. This man. man sounds like Joe Biden doing an interview for football. He's talking about, well, we need to do less. I'll tell what? you what, though. If, what, if does it, what does that even mean, need to do less? You're not doing anything. I'll, doing I'll tell you what they're nothing? doing, though. What they're doing every week
4: is getting 1% better, all right? It takes a long time to get to 100% better. But they're getting 1% better every week. I hey, guess what? By yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the year, yeah.
0: By the end of the year, they will be 17% better, all right? Not, you can guarantee uh, you that. He's not in Indianapolis no more. He ain't going to get to 17%. I tell you that <laughs> much. <laughs> David. He, he might be gone team. before then. David, hey, I appreciate
2: that, David. I appreciate that, David. Make sure to follow us on everything, Facebook, Thank you, brother. Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube and Spotify. If you guys watch us on here on the weekends, you're watching right now, go ahead and subscribe to us on Spotify. Yes, Listen again. Sir. Start. start putting some reviews out there on YouTube and Spotify for us so that, you know, people start seeing us when they look up Colt stuff. Hey,
4: yeah, D- David, make sure you let your Australian brothers know, man. We're here every Saturday, bro. Tune every in. Saturday. Get I don't know what time that uh, is it's for you, but
2: I'll
0: tell I you. I don't know, but we'll take you, man. We, we love it. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah I comments, think that's – time. A, it's this time every Saturday. I think he's six hours ahead of us. I couldn't even tell um, you, I, don't know. I think so, because he said he watches the game at 3 a.m. That's right, oh, yeah. No, no, I'll tell a you a what. That's that's seven hours ahead. LSU is
2: waxing Auburn right now, bro.
4: Holding it down, baby. Hey, we needed it. We, we, we almost put up a at last David,
0: week. Also, like, uh, like Matt said, we are on Spotify, uh, music and we're on Apple music. So if you don't have time to catch it's the show. It's not Apple music. Our, it's Apple podcast. Or Apple podcast. That's bad, a separate thing, uh, I guess. Yeah. Apple podcast. If you, uh, check that out as well, we are also on there. So if you don't have the time to catch the show or you do work like me, where you can't always check out your phone, you can definitely just put that on and you can listen as well. So we try to make sure we keep everything, uh, vocally and visually. So. For anybody that's out there, appreciate you, yes, guys. sir.
2: Paul, go Tigers, baby! Let's go. Hey, I thought Bama was going to drop
4: one to Arkansas today. That was a close one. Mm-hmm. Hey, how yeah. about a how about a Caleb Williams stinker over there against the Fighting Irish? I bro. haven't
0: I haven't checked yeah. since, but they said three ints in the first yeah. half. So they're
4: like three to twenty four <laughs> right now.
0: Three <laughs> to twenty four. Look-
4: Hey, Notre Dame stomping that ass right now, man!
0: Ooh, so that's, much that's for the Pac-12 and the college football playoffs. So much, hey, uh, Washington, Washington, Oregon. Washington and Oregon had a great game. I Oregon, told Oregon. Zach about. I told Zach about Michael Penix, and he didn't want to listen to me. I was telling him, "That boy's good. That boy's he good." A good coach.
2: UW came out with it, right, because of a missed field goal. I didn't see the game. I just. Seen I the think score. they came out with it. I think Oregon missed a
0: field goal. So what, I didn't UW see the won. missed field goal. I just seen the uh they you won they had a bad possession. Yeah, they got the ball back, drove down, kicked a field goal, and they ended up getting the win. But yeah, my Oregon, Gators Oregon did their thing. It. My Gators did they finally?
2: you almost didn't do your thing.
0: <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? Finally, and almost did we five and two? What you mean? Yeah, you almost right. didn't do All your right. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, ain't You're, no. You such had a really clutch play, much play at the end. Nope. Hey, when you nope, go back and look not. at the You're schedule, right. do you look at the scores or you look at the Ws? You look at the duh. <laughs> oh, How well, in college? I guess you do.
2: I guess you look at both in college. Nah, at and, in and
0: college, you look at the scores too, man. You, know, you no, look at no.
2: everything. You look at everything. Yes, you do. When they make up these playoffs, but, they definitely. But just do. to bring it back
4: tomorrow, all we care about is getting that W, man. okay oh, that's how all I ugly care about. The game care. it is.
2: The NFL doesn't matter; it's wins and yeah. losses. Wins get That losses W. And
4: shit. Go first place in the division, man. That's I
2: mean, hell, the giant. The Giants went what seven and nine and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, how about that?
0: <laughs> nine and seven, the other way around, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. nine
2: and seven. and won a Super Bowl. So hey, I all you gotta, any.
0: all you gotta do is get in the dance. That's all that matters. Yep, twice matters. actually. I think it went nine and seven both times. Just so it's
4: not lost on anybody, man, tomorrow already this early in the year has such huge playoff implications for both us and Jacksonville. Like Whoever comes out and gets it done tomorrow, that's going to be huge later on in the year. Oh, oh, as a matter of fact, uh,
0: just like Trev just was pointing out there, if you look at the percentages of this, if Indianapolis wins tomorrow, we have a 70% chance to win the division and make the playoffs. Man. If we lose, we drop all the way down to 35%. It's so, a long yeah, way up. For that is the tomorrow. that is the biggest of any team's week six matchup. To me, this is a huge stretch.
2: This is a huge stretch for us with Jacksonville. I think I really think we could pull this one out. We'd be sitting at four and two, three and one in division. Uh, we'd be one game up on Jacksonville, um, and then the Saints at home, Cleveland at home, uh, and then it's what is it? Winnable games. New England, New England and
0: Germany. Chad, I, I didn't pick board. us to win, so I can't say when we win. So- hey,
2: Chad, I picked
4: us, so I will say when we win tomorrow. <laughs> Chad's speaking right now, man.
2: Yeah. I mean Colts, Colts were so slept on coming into this season just because of, you know, everybody was like rebuild, rebuild, yep. rebuild. And now they didn't the, Colts know. Are, the Colts are getting national attention. And it's crazy. I mean, good morning football has had a Colt on almost every yeah. week this year um they've had like i think mpj was on there Zaire franklin was on there um we've had people to vote for for like players of the week all day every week we're back dude we're back that's all it is you
0: said we're back it was a typo
2: yeah we we've got some pretty game we got some good games we can win i mean i think we can beat the saints the saints offense isn't as high powered as everyone sure they went 34 nothing against new england new england yeah but that was right now yeah I remember seeing in the group chat for mine and DeMarco's fantasy group, I think it was uh, – uh, what's his name? Jake asked why what happened to Hunter Henry. I'm like, he plays for New England. <laughs> That's yeah, what I mean. and yeah. Him and
0: him, him and Ramondre Stevenson been averaging like two points in fantasy a week.
2: Yeah. Bro, I, I and I had Stevenson in one of my leagues, and I, I've been trying to find another running back to replace him with. I replaced him with Perrine because they were saying Javante Williams was supposed to miss – Thursday, and then he ended up playing. So, Breen didn't get shit but one reception and then a fumble. So, I got one point from him. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I picked up
0: the Bastard. kid McLaughlin. I picked up well, McLaughlin.
2: This is, this is the league This is the league that I'm in that I had Nick Chubb, and then Nick Chubb got her, oh, oh, and that wow. just completely destroyed yeah, my true. season. I started the season 2-0, and and I've lost every game since. And it's like every player, every team I've played has had one of those crazy players that just randomly go off. Like uh, David Montgomery, the one week got like forty something points.
0: Holy crap,
2: dude. I forgot. Yeah, they're as far ahead as they could be, dude. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, so you get Monday
4: David, football. Yeah. You don't watch
2: football on Sundays. At least
4: he, here in Central Time, it's it's a uh, eight forty five uh saturday yeah. night bro so it's good yeah, morning it's, to you it is a, it is 644
0: on saturday is seven 645 yeah. for me on a on a I saturday
4: because yeah how the how the time zone goes it, it starts <coughs> in, in Oceania and
0: goes all that the way is, around to us that is insane that is insane that's, I, that's would be, I would be knocked out right now <laughs> <laughs> for real yeah that's Oh no, actually I guess technically you're wide awake. You're just now getting heavy <laughs> I mean, you're, I mean your day, you're 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 out doing your thing. That's crazy, man. <clears throat> Where are you from, Trev? Yeah. You got you got Man, I am
4: from so far south I could spit in the Gulf, brother. I I grew up just outside of Lafayette. I'm more in Central Louisiana now, man. It's cool to see another Louisiana coast fan
0: though. Glad we're holding it down, bro. Yeah, man. Um What was it uh yeah, I uh I have Ramondre Stevenson in two separate leagues and I've pretty much just been trying to hold on to him by threads with the hope that he's going to get one of these games together that he can shake out of it but uh I, luckily, I picked up Jeff Wilson off the waiver wires, and then, like I said, I'm going to start JT and Zach Moss. I'm benching Ramondre Stevenson, so I'd rather get four points from JT or Zach Moss rather than get two points from Ramondre Stevenson. So- Zach Moss, in
2: that league, <laughs> in, in, in the league I'm in, mean, I've been trying to be heavily competitive. Has been on three different teams, and everyone keeps dropping him. And he was That's in crazy. the waiver. He was in the waiver pool after the game against the Titans. Right after the game, I put in a waiver claim for him. And I didn't, <laughs> and I was pissed because I was like, that would have fixed my running back issues right there. I've been trying to get him all year. Every week I put in a waiver claim for him. Every it's week I put away for him.
0: Why? Because <laughs> Ramondre's Stevenson, ain't it?
2: <laughs> no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Zach Moss.
0: Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. I thought Moss. You said yeah, way.
2: I've been trying to get him every week. He's been, he's been, he gets dropped by every team. Picks him up. They pick him up one week insane. and then they drop him. And I'm like, I don't understand. They don't know what they're doing. They're well. They're yeah. waiting for JT because when because JT came back last week, so somebody dropped. Everybody him. thought, yeah. I yeah, Damon. Yeah, Damon, uh, Damon also.
0: Damon also locked Indy as well. Yeah, I figured. I already <laughs> wrote it down next to his name. I told oh, you he was God. going to. But yeah, I, I've been holding on to like all my players. People been offering me crazy trades because in one league I was four 0 oh until I lost AR and Justin Jefferson in the same week. And both of them gave me four points, so I was the only game I lost. But people was trying to trying to trying to trade for me and uh and get some of my players. But I'm like, nah, I in got Gino. League, I'm gonna hold on to Gino. In and that league I got with
2: you, and that league with you on NFL.com. Fantasy, whatever. Someone tried to trade me this week, uh, Cam Akers, and someone else for yeah. Christian McCaffrey. I'm like, like get the you? fuck that's, out of here.
0: That's, that's my cousin CJ. He want to give you the ugliest trades he could possibly find I on the team declined him so care, quick. And ta- and take your best player.
2: I saw that. Declined it. So I'm not getting rid of Christian and McCaffrey. That dude's, my, that dude's my MVP. <laughs> he might be yeah. the MVP this year.
0: Yeah, he, 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 he might be. Going, be. He been, he, Trying to trade some wild trades for years now, and it ain't it ain't never worked for him. No, that this, just it, happened, this, just, this just happened. just this just to be his worst year. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's nah, tough. I'm I'm actually doing pretty decent in
0: that league. CJ, appreciate you, D, for coming in. Yes, sir. Yeah, Zach Moss got uh, a this game for me. Yeah, got I, you, I got man. like I said, I got Zach and JT, so I'm not even too worried. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna start them both and know they're gonna both get more than Stevenson. So. Hey, I forgot really the
4: uh, the biggest key to the game tomorrow is uh, Deion Jackson is not taking the field. So we 100% have a much higher chance of winning tomorrow strictly because of that. Hey,
0: he ready for a revenge game in week uh, 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 seven or eight or whatever it is. Yeah, he,
4: he's going to fumble it to <laughs> us this time,
0: and that'll be revenge. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. saying to uh, Matt and uh, Ashley. That was funny. <laughs> He got Puka in the sixth round of fantasy. I like hey man, that's definitely gotta be a steal. Cause I didn't even know dude until a lot, yeah. A lot of people did man. He's
4: literally uh, just the
2: Islander version of, of Cooper Cup. Yeah. They got two. Literally, of them. <laughs> literally now they got two of them. When Cooper yeah, Cup he, comes back, I'm just putting them both on each side of the field. Yeah, uh, Cooper luck. Cup
0: went, Cooper Cup went crazy as well. Dude. Good luck. Good lord. Man.
2: Matthew Stafford's not gonna know who to throw to. It's a good yeah, we should, to man, we should have won that fucking
4: game. I can't believe.
2: Yeah. It.
4: I can't believe. Yeah. It. That's yeah. that's gonna that's gonna be one we that we look be, back on for a while be, and be like, how be the fucking, hell did we lose that shit? We
2: could be fucking four and one right now.
4: Yeah, that, that's four, still we could
0: stays. be five. We could be five we could
2: be five and 0
4: oh
0: that's the crazy That's
2: the crazy part. We about yeah. to be we about to be formed dude.
0: Yeah,
4: la- last year at this point we were already like we were not talking like this. Like, hey, we've been in every game. We've like it was. We were in every game last sucked. year
2: too. We were in every game last year too. But we just knew that the offense wasn't moving the ball. The only reason yeah. we were in these we never games looked was this good defense. Yeah, yeah, we never looked this good. Even with Minshew, bro. Minshew played what from the middle of the first quarter last week. Um, yeah. the
0: uh, the, end the, the, end the end of the the end of the first second. Uh, yeah, the end of the second uh, the end of it's the mainly second. in the second half but yeah yeah no the uh the end of the second so i want to say it was about probably about five six minutes into the second quarter and we played better
4: <laughs> that's that experience too man
0: yeah, like, i don't know i feel like i feel like if AR didn't get hurt there I, he he was starting to eat I was I was ready oh, for yeah. the game. Like, that's what I like about AR. Boy, that's AR why, that's why I was mad because in every league I took Anthony Richardson in like the ninth or tenth round. Like literally nobody was looking nobody at him believes. at all. That dude was just giving me 24 to 30 every time he was playing, and he only yeah. played like halves of football Man. games. Like it was it was insane that he, he was going crazy like that.
3: What's up, Damon? Coming hey. live from the childhood bedroom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we've got done wrapping
3: up how you alls oh, how's that, that going the, is, is that Wait the old here, man that's a that's the old school whack shack ooh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh. <laughs> get that get that uh
2: get
4: that blue light on there let's let's look around oh. uh no here, no
0: here, don't here. put the blue light
3: on oh, here, you go, here you go here's a here's a graduation how's y'all's not going My All right,
0: good
3: good good um What's been a debate
0: tonight? Uh, no debate. Uh, we haven't how, how
4: much we're going to win by tomorrow? Actually, the
0: debate that was, yeah, I was just about to say the debate that everybody was cooking me because I said <laughs> the Colts weren't going to win because I picked the Jags. So, you know, it's one of those things, you know, so if you see my name, you know, it's uh, the question marks over there. I'll
3: yeah, tell you what. It's like, are we
0: going to, are we going to end it or no? I'm going to just say no. It's time.
3: It.
4: It's time. It's been long enough. We gotta break that curse, man. I've had enough of it.
0: Absolutely.
3: I got a question. What if this winning this winning streak or or continued greatness continues? You think we we push for uh, a a corner or wide receiver no. in, a, anytime before before the trade deadline? You think that's no. even a possibility? You think we're just gonna ride this thing out? So
2: I understand. I still understand the idea of wanting to, to make a push for someone. Uh, but at the same time, like I said earlier, I'm not concerned about adding anything to our wide receiver room. I think they're starting to really cook, in my opinion, especially with Josh. Josh Downs had 97 yards quietly last week. Yeah. Very efficient. I didn't even I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even realize it until after the game that this man <laughs> oh, had shit. 97 yards yeah, when no, I looked no, at no. the box score. I was like, where did that come from? And then MP MPJ is really coming back to who he was, you know. And and then Ed Gardner, I think is. Perfect quarter.
0: <laughs> this motherfucker changed his name on me. <laughs> Y'all yeah, muted my
3: boy. Matt. mute me, motherfucker. <laughs> That's tough.
4: That's tough. Hey, great nickname,
3: Matt. Yeah. We got Paul. We got Paul in here too, agreeing with you as well, uh, Matt. Saying maybe wide receiver. He says he thinks we got good corners, but he just thinks we need to feed Alex Pierce more. Alex Pierce more. <laughs> my my issue with Alec Pierce is I don't know I, I don't I don't I don't like his I don't know I, it maybe it's a skill set thing but I personally don't see him open as much as see, I would like you
0: would, you would have loved the comment earlier because a bunch of people in here was yeah. coming and talking about Alec Pierce um, but yeah it's like Matt said I don't think we really need to go push for anybody i mean obviously you can the brakes, i guess it i guess it would just depend on how we lost like if receivers were just getting jammed up and our dropping toast all, the whole game if we looked like the ravens and I, yeah exactly then well, then then i could yeah, then i can understand best. and see it but if, I, it, I it depends on really it depends on who it
2: is jerry judy i'm not on jerry judy oh, God. I'm not on this it's, jerry judy train i don't that know that was my next saw, that was my next point i don't know saw like, if i want anybody out of denver since they're about to go on a clearance yard sale i want patrick sertain
0: that's it. PS two. Yeah, so that's The, it. the, the
4: rumor. PS2. The rumor is he's in these talks too. So,
0: but
2: but the idea.
4: But oh, the rumor but, is but, he's
0: untouchable.
2: But I'm also. I saw
4: different of, rumors.
2: I'm also kind of against it because at the same time we're winning games with a secondary that is rookies developing. Yeah. yeah. These guys are getting quality snaps right now, and we're still winning games. I mean, yeah, like I like I said earlier, Damon Damon wasn't here, but. We can go ahead and let up 150 yards to Calvin Ridley, but if we're stopping teams in the red zone and only letting up three points each
3: time they get down there, I'm okay with that. Good players are going to get theirs. I agree yeah. with you 100%. Good, how many, Calvin mm-hmm. Johnson went for 150 to 200 yards a game, and they won winless seasons, Nothing. winless seasons, yeah. winless yeah.
0: seasons.
3: You 0-16. I mean? 0-16. 0-16, so yeah. I, I agree with you. Good players, but – Our attitude tomorrow for say this happens is going to be significantly different because it's extremely difficult to watch a consistent meltdown of a secondary. But but (laughs) here's the thing.
2: Here's the thing. When it happens, you know, we're getting mad as they're moving down the field, right? As these big chunk plays happen. Of course. Yeah. But But once the chunk plays happen and then they're at that 20- or closer to the goal line, they're in that yeah, red. So. Chunk. Those chunk plays are gone already. Yeah. You can't do any more chunk plays. So we can get those stops.
0: And it's, I'm yeah. okay.
2: And, and yeah, I'm getting mad as the drive is happening. But then I'm like, okay, I'll take three there. And then hope to God that Gardner Minshew comes out and just drives down the field. If we score touchdowns versus their field goals, I'm okay. I'll be frustrated during the game, but at the end of the day, when the game's over and we got that W in there, I'm good yeah. with it. But I'm that was also
3: it. to be fair, to be fair to our defense, that was also Darrell Baker. Guarding him the whole game. Yeah. What happened to him the next week?
0: Who? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was Baker. That was Baker. yeah. Baker. And, and, and this
3: week it's gonna be this week it's gonna be Juju and Jalen Jones,
0: <laughs> Yeah, Darrell Baker hasn't seen the field since. Dude, no. and yeah. that that is something
4: too that we. I mean, we've touched on it before, but like the level of accountability from Shane Steichen from day one since he's taken over has been night and day. Compared to what we've had the last few years, so that's that's been so refreshing to see. Like, obviously, you don't want to see a guy get benched. You don't want to see a guy's career take a step back. But accountability, man. If you're not getting it done, this coach holds you to the standard.
3: He's gonna let you know, and he's gonna sideline you and get somebody out there that will get it done. I'm, I'm just gonna say this too. I know y'all are shaking y'all's heads. I don't disagree with this all the way. I don't. No, I don't. With this comment. I'm not shaking my head. The comment. I agree because here's my I, thing. I, I, I my issue.
2: My issue with Pierce is his consistency. Yeah. I don't he will, he will make he will make a good contested catch down the field and we're like yeah, there's AP. Yeah, we do it in the group chat every time. And then third and three, there, there he is third and three drop.
4: Yeah, dump,
3: dump
2: route. <laughs>
3: Dropped. <laughs> it doesn't even it's, make sense.
4: It's just one of those things. But and again, I just I, I know I keep saying it, but let just pump the brakes on this guy. Like, I just I don't want to cut him yet. Like, there's comments in here talking about cut Alec Pierce, get rid of him. Well, I'm not there, dude. Like, obviously, he ha- he needs to show improvement, he needs to do better. He's he's had faults this year, but we've also seen encouraging things. Just like every other rookie, every other second year player ever. So I don't know why it's it seemed to get a spotlight on Pierce. <coughs> maybe just because he's a receiver. Uh, but man, I just I I want to give this guy a chance. Like it's not See, like we're, like Demarco said earlier, we're not paying him big money. It's not like we're we're losing anything on this. He's a rookie, so let's let him keep working. Let's let him develop. And there's going to be some frustration along the way.
0: My problem with the Alec Pierce Hayes is just like we just said, like, we're not playing this guy big time money, and it's not like he's a number two, he's already sliding to a number three at this point, and he's only in year two. But my other thing is, is people will come with the next comment and say, Hey, we should trade for Jerry Judy. He's uh, I mean, Jerry he's Judy, both. Jerry, hey. Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy has just as many drops as anybody since he's came worse. Into the league. So, my thing is is when you say, Oh, yeah. Alec Pierce is dropping the ball. He sucks. And then you say, go trade for Jerry Judy. I'm like, do you not look at what he's been doing? Yeah. This is, this Jerry is my, Judy was dropping wide open touchdown passes is, when other guys were his quarterback. So I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense to hate on one player because they do something that you don't and like. The same and player. then you say trade for a player who does the exact is, same thing at a higher clip.
2: This is, this is my biggest issue with Colts fans, right? And I don't know if it's in every fan base because I don't pay attention to every fan base, but – it, it's a clear issue in this fan base. It happens all the time. They see one rumor on Twitter. Someone screenshots it. They crop it out. They share it. goes all it's over everywhere. the place. And Colts fans are like, I want this guy. I, I want, want him. him. I want I him. Don't, I, want I don't blame him. Don't, I don't play don't. Don't. But hold on, but but they're like, but they don't even look at the player. They just see a name. They see that the Colts are pursuing, possibly pursuing, have called, whatever. They 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 lock it in like it's gonna happen. They get all hype. People start making custom jerseys, all this crazy shit. Other <laughs> has <been> other, <laughs> other, Yeah, other podcasts they start hyping him up. I've seen it. Yeah. it. I mean, it's it's all over the place. And I'm like, dude, he's not even good. Did you just yeah. watch him on Thursday night? That's but Ballard, that's Ballard, Ballard didn't try. Was, the night he was trending, he played like shit.
3: And got roasted. It and got roasted.
2: Got, yes. So, so here's the thing. It's like, come on. Like, think for yourselves. When you see the name, you see that we put, we, the reason Ballard called twice, right? Cause he did earlier before and then called again was because the guy was made available. Ballard calls everyone who's made available. Thank you. He does it every. He single does his time. job. <laughs> when a when a GM makes someone note a note like notes that hey this guy is available for trade, call in. What you Ballard calls. Hey, what are you asking? A bag because of chips. Can, okay. Yeah, if I can give you a bag of chips, yeah, sure, I'll take him. And then if he doesn't pay, I'll See you later. If he doesn't, if he isn't paying out, I'm gonna cut him. Yeah. I yeah, mean, dude, why not? Why not? Like, it, I mean, I, it, he does it for everyone. Like, we gotta stop doing this as a fan base because it, it drives me. It drives me completely nuts. Literally,
0: literally, no. literally with every player. Like, literally, fans go crazy and nuts about Leonard Fournette. I'm like, the dude plays running back. He weighs a 270 pounds right now, and people want to trade. People want to <laughs> sign Eddie Lacy. Like, He's Eddie Lacey. Like, I'm like, I'm like, why There's do we like, do this There's like Terrell Suggs out there. Maybe? We do it for every single player, and that's just my thing. That's why I'm like, when people sit there and talk about them, like, "Hey, I don't totally hate you for the comment, but you can't sit here and be mad at a Colts player that's already on our roster." Yeah, and then it want was, a yeah. guy that does yeah. the same thing and want to pay him that's more. That's my issue.
3: That's my issue. I want to issue. pay
0: him more that's to do the same thing that you complain about. Like that, 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 that's, that's my the, whole.
3: That's my whole issue with all of it. It's it's not even, yeah, positional need, but not the style of position we need. We just hear receiver, and Colts ears go crazy. But going back to Matt's <laughs> point, bro, that's, that, that's the result of us being a fan of a small market team, too, who does not get trades, who do not get massive trades.
0: We've had one yeah. big trade
3: in the last 20 years. Yeah, Buckner. Buckner. I'm not counting Buckner. I'm counting Trent Richardson.
0: Oh, no, uh, Trent Richardson. And how
3: good did that work out for us, right? <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, that, yeah, that, shit. that Buckner, that Buckner trade was a pretty big trade. I mean, I was, no, no, but Carson
0: Wentz was but a big we gave trade. Up, we gave up a first-round pick for Trent Richardson. You could say we Carson. gave up a
2: first-round pick for
0: Buckner we did no but no, but i'm saying like big names when you think of the big names the player the value so that was yeah. but there was, was a big, tra- big trade that worked trent richardson was a big trade that we stunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah so it's just one I mean, of those you traded you traded
2: for a second year of running back who yeah, whatever <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah we, like we won't, a, we won't just like when hour. people all, now 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 when people throw out the trade and they say scary terry that's when I'm like, all right, now you got my my ear buzzing. Yeah, now that's I can a rumor I Now would. I can that's, now I can listen to you. Now I can understand where you're coming from. That's a baller guy talking too. talking about scary Terry. That's yeah, a baller right? guy but, too. But Get people that man will just in but people hey, he's from Indy. People will just take anything. It's like some people when it's just like they don't care what a woman looks like, they'll just mess with her. That's kind of how Colts fans act. They're like, I don't care who <laughs> oh, it is. Like God. just <laughs> Well, go get this guy like they want yeah. they want chase claypool for christ's sake like yeah come on, come on man what, get get we out of here, bro. what like, are we they, doing what are we doing just and, absolutely take anybody
4: yeah it is funny whenever like we we jump around <laughs> these rumors because ballard called about him because it's like yeah you know who else he calls about like we said every other player he's a gm yeah. this yeah. is his job like full if you, time. if you did his
2: job if you didn't call to see the price and then just match the lowest price then that's yeah, you didn't do your job. your job. It's, so, your job. and
4: for for what it's worth, not to dive too much into it, but like it's it's the same thing with free agency, right? Like we always get frustrated, and and we do too, that we don't always get the free agents we want. But then to say he doesn't try, like we we don't even know how many times this guy calls, whatever. Uh, like Ballard is working, all right. Like I don't know why people would seem to think he's just sitting on his hands during the season. Like this dude makes the calls. He's doing the checks. He, he's doing everything he's supposed to do, and we see it pay off time and time again. So. If, if nothing else, let, let's stop worrying about him not I agree. picking up the phone. He does I agree.
3: <laughs> and I think what we're starting to see in the league is free agency being less impactful to a team than wholehearted whole art of drafting. Look at these teams. Look at these teams that are cooking now with talent in their own roster. Nine times out of ten, they're drafted. At any position, yeah. receiver, corner. And then a couple like, key guys. Yeah, I don't think we can name off both of our hands like ten free agents over the last two years that have been massively impactful or took a team over the top. There hasn't exactly. been one. There and has now, not been I mean, one. For what I would also we say tried, it's,
0: it. as, it's also not even about just like getting free agents that we want. It's about the ones that we need. Yeah, that's why I would say those are the ones that I get irritated with Ballard because it's kind of like some of those ones where, like, right like, guard. Okay, like, yeah, like we got a glaring need. Ballard, get it, and then we don't end up getting that guy. Those are the ones that I more so get frustrated.
2: Even with. even if it's not like big name guys, <laughs> like, just get me a right guard. Like, pull somebody in.
3: Get a Chris Reed. Right. <laughs> now, hey, for, for what it's worth yeah, I mean for what it's worth old fries
4: back there old fries back there has not played bad this year he's, he's done all yeah that. no it's, no it's no. the guys on his side too but After like, after I get what you're saying yeah. though I get what you're saying though that's, one, that's also like, oh, that's,
0: shit, but, yeah. that's also a guy that Ballard brought in though you yeah. know so it's one of those things yeah. where we like see it coming to fruition where the guy starts to work out and whatnot and so <clears throat> it's just pieces like that where we'd like to see it's like when we can obviously point a position out and say hey this is terrible and yeah. then the guy goes through like six games, and we still saying it's terrible. The Raven Clark. Those those are the ones that we want Ballard to just what, jump what on people, quickly. What people it. don't
2: realize is that certain players look really well where they are, yeah, or where they were because of who's who they're playing with, who's around them, and what system they're in. Yeah, Looking at defensively, let's, let's say a let's. Lot. let's look, I have the perfect example: Richard Sherman. He was. Mm. One of the best corners in the league when he was playing in Seattle. That man goes to the 49ers and looked like one of the worst corners in the league. Yep. Why? Because I, that defense was built a certain way that worked in his favor. I yeah. personally Mark,
4: think he just got old. I mean, but I mean, I, you, that go that route, too, you go but that same route. You go that same route with Josh Norman. Josh Norman's Josh Norman. in the same boat. That, like there a are stud. multiple guys that could fit he was that. a stud
2: I mean, in Carolina. Marcus he's defensively Peters, much Marcus more. Peters. Marcus Peters went, I forget where he started, but he went from one team to the next and then uh, found his spot. Ken, Chief, LA. Kansas City.
0: Kansas Chief. City and then went to Baltimore.
2: Yeah, and he didn't fit Baltimore. He didn't he played well, but he didn't play like to where he was expected to play. Mm. Then he went up to LA and he played. Yeah. He was he, back yeah. to Marcus Peters.
4: Yeah, I mean, the, the point definitely rings true. Like, fit is just as important as talent. Like you can got you can have a guy with all the talent in the world. But if he doesn't fit that play style or doesn't fit the guys around, whatever the case, maybe there's so much <laughs> to it, man. So you can't just be I mean, like, X player is gonna. It's fit like, it's like Ballard
0: thing. says, it's, it's got to be right. It's got to gotta be, be right. right. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be right. It's got to be right for the team. It's gotta <laughs> look, at, be
2: right. look at look at OBJ. I mean OBJ's <laughs> yeah. Been, like yeah, I that's mean, another, ooh. One. Ooh, receiver, another one. Top receiver, top receiver in New York goes over to Cleveland. Was supposed Don't to be shit. This. It's supposed to be this dynamic duo with Jarvis Landry because they were best friends and shit. And
4: yeah, it didn't work.
0: Colts fans wanted him and Julio this offseason. <laughs> oh my God. Oh! <laughs> yeah.
4: That's a perfect spot for that. Yeah, man. I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, fit is so important, dude. I, I just I wish fans would start to see more of like, it's never just one dude, man. There's 11 guys on the field. There's so many coaches on the field. There's so much that goes into the smallest thing in football. So it's never as simple as, Hey, if we sign fucking OBJ, we're going to have a great receiving Like it's a, it's always more to it, man. So hopefully, I, hopefully we start to
2: understand that more as we I, go. I want to, Nathan here says, I see Colts drafting a wide receiver next year to replace. I don't. Pierce. I don't I do see that. I don't see where everyone thinks that Pierce needs to get replaced right now. Yeah, sure. He, Give
0: me Keon Coleman. He's, he's not, I that mean, great, I'll take but one,
2: the, but yeah, I'll take one. But at the same time, like, but it's not our biggest need. It's week it's week 6 yeah. and everybody's like Again, ready to the breaks yeah everybody's ready to
0: cut out and tears. we're a winning football team yeah, yeah. and we're a winning football team like relax relax yeah, I keep, everybody I needs keep to changing breathe. my need every week so we going to have to wait the season through to see <laughs> That's what,
2: what we I'm need. saying when I when we first came in I was like oh we need this we need that we're not going to be that good we're going to be like you know we're already at my range I said what 4 to 6 we're already at we're
4: there Yeah,
0: four. We're gonna be at four. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm up to seven and nine now. Yeah, me too. I'm there Especially, too. especially if we win tomorrow. If we win tomorrow, I'm Ooh. close to I'm, I'm at I'm closer to 10. double
2: digits. Things have already man. changed for me. Too much has changed for me. I I'm not ready to sell out on any of these players yet, except for Mo Alley Cox, because I've been still sold out on him. I don't care <laughs> that he had one good catch that he almost dropped.
0: Play, play. That he, Bill he Bill only, Give me
2: Mallory. He almost, dude, that touchdown catch that he had, he literally almost dropped it. He juggled it. Literally almost a drop. Perfect pass, almost dropped. Hey, so, just never
4: forget, he used to be a basketball star at VCU, all right? They only yeah. say it every time he's on the field.
2: Oh my God, man. So,
4: this guy, here's a guy who played basketball at VCU. Here's a guy. <laughs>
0: no way, dude. Got your, got your Chris Collins worth going on? <laughs> <laughs> now
4: Here's a guy. Now, here's a guy with feet for hands. He catches like a two-year-old.
3: Golly.
4: Aye, 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 man. Well, I tell y'all what, it's going to be a big W tomorrow. I don't care what DeMarco says. We're locking yeah. it in, baby.
0: Hey, I didn't lock nothing in, like I said, with the Jags, man. I'm, I'm just I'm talking just, shit, bro. I'm just hoping I'm just hoping I'm wrong, man, like I it's said. It's time.
4: It's time to break the curse. I got
0: to I gotta see it. I got to see it. I want to see it. Todd of losing over okay. there.
4: Well, as always, man, we always appreciate everybody commenting. Man, a lot of comments tonight. That was really cool, man. I appreciate everybody coming in. We yeah, always y'all, do.
0: y'all turned up tonight. Appreciate y'all.
2: Yeah, bring that same energy every week. If Especially you're in here tonight watching, are. make sure you come in every week. Uh, again, follow us on Facebook, IG, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube, drop some comments on YouTube. Um, leave some reviews on YouTube. Leave Let some, us know leave Facebook, everything. Uh, Go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast platform you use. Uh, Go ahead and uh, subscribe to us there. Drop some comments in there. Uh, Leave some reviews. Uh, It helps get our name out there. You know, some of you guys are just finding us now. Um, Hey, we made it to Australia, man. Yeah, we made it to Australia. That's pretty cool. about that? But, uh, yeah, man, Uh, just keep, keep it coming. Keep all those comments coming every week. All right, and we'll be here every Saturday. Y'all got to come kick it yeah. with the crew. That's why we named it, because y'all going to come kick it with us. We're going to hang out. We're going to have a good time. And then Sunday, we're going to get victories. We're going to come out. We're going to celebrate again. And then talk we're going to talk shit. shit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, make, make
4: sure you're here same time every Saturday, man. We'll be doing a victory lap next week
2: as yes, we celebrate sir. this big dub we're about to get yes, tomorrow. Sir. That's All right, it. everybody. Appreciate y'all coming out. Uh, and again, it's always go Go Colts. Go Colts. Go Colts. Go Colts. Go!
0: State conservative, won the ball here on third down. Here's Richardson, he takes
1: it in for his first NFL touchdown! And Pittman takes it inside the 20, the 10, towards the end zone, touchdown! On second and 28, the Colts capitalized Richardson to Pittman, 39 yards!